Welcome, everyone, to this fine day in late July, July 28th, I believe. We are so happy for you to join us on our finale of Jimmy Eat July. Woo! Where we will be... Yeah! The crowd going wild. <laughs> the Today we'll... person crowd. <laughs> um, possibly an exaggeration of the size <laughs> of our audience. Yes. Today, uh, we will be discussing and... I will somewhat be introducing Danny to Jimmy Eat World post-Bleed American. Yes, sir. That Danny, is correct. thank you for confirming what today's <laughs> episode is loosely going to be about. Uh, before we get to Jimmy Eat World, mm-hmm. we, we got a, a peek behind the curtain here. We haven't talked in a couple weeks. I, I hated every minute of it. You it's moved? Been so you, long. I moved... To a new yes. house. I moved about the country. You moved about the country. You were technically physically closer to me, I believe. Or did or Probably. did you just kind of go around the radius? <laughs> I'll have to check my Danny map and see. <laughs> please do. Please do. I mean what so we got down to Mount Rainier. Mm-hmm. That I would imagine that's only maybe what, like ten hours from SAC? Probably something like that. Okay, yeah, and and right now I'm probably like 16 or so. Yeah. So, let's yeah. see. I moved I moved farther east. I'm about 15 minutes uh east of where I lived before, so I'm technically okay. close to you now. Okay. Yeah. Just up Highway 50. Um I was I was in the same time zone as you for mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um so that that was nice even though did, we didn't really talk too terribly much. Yeah, I texted you like I think five times while you were camping, and I and was like, I ignored. I know he's six. not going to get any of these for like a couple days, or he's just ignoring them. Either way, I'm fine with that. Um, I I treated it much like when my mom texts me, where it's just <laughs> like it's like the link to a tweet or something, and I'm like, I don't need to deal with this. I don't have time for this. It's well, I in your defense. Mm-hmm. You will mostly send me links to things I am not yet familiar with. Yeah. My mom is great. Um, <laughs> my mom is in a little bit of a time warp where she uh-huh. will send me things that I was really into in like 2013. Sure, sure, sure. Like, yes, mom, this was a funny Conan bit from uh, mm-hmm. 10 years ago. <laughs> Thank I you. I was there when it happened, mom. Um, so, all right, I am currently Torrington to Sacramento. We're not getting s- into specific addresses. Okay. Uh, direct route, just over 17 hours. Okay. If we go from where we stayed in Washington, mm-hmm. oh yeah, oh yeah, just over 11 hours. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. much closer. You were much closer. Much closer. I could closer. feel it. Yeah, so are you completely out of the old place? As of yesterday, we are completely out. We gave our keys. Woo! Said goodbye to our neighbors. Woo! And... Just a quick flip of the bird. <laughs> the, most of the neighbors, you know, I would, I would, you know, casually, nice, politely wave at or say hello every once in a while. But the neighbors to the on the left side of the house, if you're standing in the doorway... Um, well, uh, in, in the doorway looking outside or looking into correct. the house? 
Yes. Like you're like you're exiting. Okay. Okay. I believe that would technically be the south side. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. So, so directly, right. directly uh, south. They were like this older couple, and they were just very friendly. And they would always like have their garage open and be out and stuff. And and the the older gentleman like helped me out with stuff. Like he, I had this janky lawnmower that I got from my old neighbor. And I was like, yeah, I don't know if this thing works. And he like fixed it up and make sure it worked for me and stuff. He was a really nice guy. And unfortunately he, he passed away. Well, in the two years that we lived there, um, his health deteriorated a lot. And I was helping out when, when he was really sick, I would go over there and like help him get up and, you know, adjust him in his bed and stuff like that. Cause it was just the two of them living there at the time. And so, um, I would go help out and stuff. And so we, we had kind of a, closer relationship that I normally have to my I neighbor that exists kind of neighborly thing, you know? So we went over and, and said bye to them, but most of my other neighbors, it was like, see you later losers. <laughs> well, well you say, say bye to them, but there, it was just, it was just her. It was, or? it was uh, the woman and then her daughter lives with her now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Also about, I don't know, an hour and a half or so before we jumped on the pod, Danny broke some some sad news. It's going to be mm-hmm. old news by the time this is yeah. released, but uh, Danny broke to me that Brian St. Pair, the drummer for Hum, which we covered on episode 24, I believe, even though that's probably incorrect because Danny uh, counts the episodes uh, wrong. Yeah, I've been numbering these episodes in in the number that we've recorded them, but I realized that I probably shouldn't do that when I release them because they're not our normal episodes. This is the closest to a normal episode. This episode today yeah, of the Jimmy July of, the, of Jimmy. Yeah, July. yeah. Yeah. It's just, you haven't heard these song. Well, yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. It's closest to our normal format. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess the first gonna... one is, is kind of that way too, but we were both in the dark on that one. Yeah. It's, it's not all bad news though. Danny, Danny also broke some exciting news. Well, to him, to be honest, not not Did I? super exciting to me. But well, Danny, why don't you let the the, the people uh, know about it? You you texted me yesterday and said that you you couldn't wait for this Cosby reboot. <laughs> There's not really a Cosby reboot, right? Like he's just he's just out of prison. Yep. Yeah, it was a joke. Okay. 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 So see what, what, sure. I was, what I was doing there was trying uh, to paint it as you were very excited about him uh, getting know, out I of know. prison because know. Uh, you know hashtag uh, believe all men and oh, God. <laughs> and I thought I thought by phrasing it as Cosby reboot because he's like now kind of like back into uh-huh, society uh-huh. I thought but and he was also a major television star at yes, one point yes, and so yes. a reboot is something especially in recent years has been kind of more and more in vogue with older shows mm-hmm, that have mm-hmm. maybe been long off the air returning uh-huh. with with mostly in in most cases the same cast um interesting S- saved okay. by the bell oh did sure this sure uh, arrested development won't fucking stop doing yeah, this yeah what was like wasn't like some like Murphy Brown or some shit. Like I think they, I think Murphy Brown was in talks. 
uh, Night Court, I believe. You I think maybe that. Wings Harry will come up next. Dead, isn't he? What is the Wings? <laughs> wings. Remember that? Oh, show? Wings. I fucking Wings was a show when I would fake sick and stay home from school uh-huh. and like elementary school, like maybe it was TBS or TNT USA. Uh-huh. One of those they would just show like Wings and Night Court and and that shit in syndication. <laughs> and for whatever reason, I liked Wings. I don't think I followed anything that was ever happening. Sure, sure, sure. But I was just like, I, I don't know. Everybody seems nice. It was it's very bright and everyone seems fine. <laughs> like I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so so there's so that. the Cosby reboot will be on the same network that all the uh, people that are upset about being canceled is going to be on. So like the that woman from from the Mandalorian, Cara Dune. I don't know her actual name, but she'll be she'll have a show on there. And it's all going to be funded by uh, oh god, what's that right wing podcaster name? Oh boy, I mean, Call take them. your pick. Yeah. I don't know. I, I was just, I, I was going to say Joe Rogan, though he's not yeah, yeah. explicitly a right wing, but he, yeah. he's very, he's very worried about the straight white men of this yeah, country. Yeah. It'll be full of straight white men who, by the way, I, I realize now that it's not a thing, but there was a moment where I was like, oof, is there like going to be this, you know, this net, this uncanceled network of, of all these, uh, disgraced yeah, celebrities yeah. like that that could very realistically they, be a thing they talk about it oh really yeah um who who is this uh cara dunn uh cara cara dune cara dune she's done on <laughs> mandalorian hey she was a she was a <laughs> ufc fighter and she uh oh weird and she has shitty politics and she has shitty politics consistently said you know stupid things on on social media, and then uh, one day decided to compare being a right-wing human in Hollywood, I believe, uh, or just being a right-winger in general. She compared it to um, being a a Jew in you know during the Holocaust. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So so she got fired. I pulled up the quote. She compared that hating someone for their political views uh, is, is, yeah, is basically equal to persecution of Jews during the Holocaust. Yes, yes. And um, she also decided to use uh, the Dead Kennedy song, Nazi punks, Jesus, Nazi punks fuck off during this little, it was like in her Instagram stories or whatever, which is just adds a whole nother layer of, of stupidity and irony to it. I'm glad we wasted time on her. She sucks. She does. Where the fuck are my notes? I don't know. There they are. There they are. You printed them out. Yeah, you did. Did you? <laughs> well, you're so Danny uh, texted me last night saying that this is like the best or most notes he's ever compiled. I think so. So I'm very excited for Danny to absolutely lead the discussions during this episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I will, I'll do some leading and you'll do some following. That sounds fucking fantastic. <laughs> Have we ever talked about that? And I, I don't want to shame uh, any, I don't even want to use the word fetish. What is a, what is a tamer version of the word fetish? Just like a, 
preference mm. is kink. I don't want to kink shame, I guess. Yeah, sure, sure. Okay. That that thing of like rich, stressed out businessmen uh, hiring whomever to essentially treat them as like a, a baby. Uh-huh. Have, you ever, have you heard of that yes, before? Yes, 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 yes. Personally, not into that okay. myself. Okay. Surprising, but okay. <laughs> but, however, mm-hmm. not that my job is anywhere near like, you know, CEO of some cutthroat organization. <laughs> and, you know, my, my job in my life is fine. Sure. But every once in a while... I true and you have to get this as a parent, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, I totally get the boy. I would love to fucking let go of every single obligation, <laughs> every need to have to make a decision, every you know person who is coming to me for answers. I would love to just let that all like wash mm-hmm. away mm-hmm. and. My, I don't know, but my guess is that's kind of where that uh, that kink comes from. Sure. Is I have to like fire people and make like million dollar decisions every single day, and nothing is rewarding, and only bad <laughs> things can happen. I just want to feel like a little baby that's being taken care of. Yeah, yeah, sure. I get it. Uh, uh, rich CEOs out there, I get it. <laughs> So you want me to to treat you like a baby today? Then is that, is that what you're saying? Well, I mean, I is that what I, you're saying? Wait, are you Dante? talking like a baby? Is that Dante? how you talk to babies, or is that how a baby talks? Oh, what's happening? PlayStation, sport thing? Oh fuck, man! Okay, so something happened before I left. Uh, no, this is not PlayStation related, but no. we're going to talk about it. Okay, before I left for my road trip. Okay. Which um, you haven't asked me about. Um, we've been we've been on to more important topics like Cara Dune and Bill Cosby, and being swaddled like a baby. <laughs> being swaddled like a baby. Before I went on my road trip, um, like uh, on Twitter, you can request to get notifications from certain accounts mm-hmm. when when they post. The only notification I had was for the the dude who lets you know when. Certain stores have restocked yeah. PlayStation and Xbox. Yeah. I think, I thought I had turned that off because I don't need that uh, during our trip. That's not sure. going to be a priority. What a uh, guy. I, what a nice I, guy. I also don't need her uh, knowing that that is that big of a deal. To me. <laughs> <clears throat> but anyway... So I get back and I'm like, oh yeah, I was uh I was interested in getting a PlayStation. I remember now. <laughs> yeah. Of course, uh, I stopped thinking about it and it kind of proves that it isn't really that important. I don't really <laughs> need it. But once I'm reminded about it, I'm uh-huh. like, yeah, I fucking I fucking need that. Yeah, exactly. And so I go into Twitter and like I go to that account and it says the the notifications are still on, but I'm not getting them and I don't know why. Hmm. Okay. Uh. And but so I just happened to this morning like manually like search and go to that account, and it said GameStop. You know, restock is going to happen any minute this morning. And I was like, oh cool. I need. And this was on my phone. I was like, uh-huh. I need to go to my laptop and uh, pull up GameStop and just start jamming on that refresh. And then I forgot. 
And I just forgot. <laughs> so I don't know what to do because uh, if I'm not like told by my phone this is happening right this second, yeah, it's just I'm not gonna remember or yeah, I'm I'm gonna be too late. So you're never gonna get it. I know, man. Anyway, anyway. Let's see, if we got some more likes here on our dead guy post. Yeah. That's going to get more likes than our other post. I do like that you have been commenting on things. Yeah, that's going to be my brand. Sweet. I just do, do one comment. <laughs> I like it. What did I comment? Uh, you said, will download, won't listen. Oh, yeah. Which is what I've come to expect. What a dick. What a dick. Won't even listen to his own podcast. I mean, if you... If you say you do listen to your own podcast, isn't that also kind of yeah. weird? Like, yeah. it's kind of a lose-lose. Mm-hmm. We're doing okay. We've got four four likes on Twitter. Tight. That's kind of three more than usual. Yeah, this isn't uh, certainly important news, but uh, in the very specific five songs or less social media universe... Mm-hmm. I created myself a, a personal Instagram account, yeah, and I'm now following our podcast, yeah, and nobody else. No, right? I'm following. I'm following a lot of. Oh, you won't let people follow you. That's what it that's is. correct. I, I yeah. by design have zero followers, uh, though I'm I'm a little surprised you didn't try. I considered it, but I didn't want to waste the energy. I need my thumb energy for other things. Like, (laughs) no, that was an index finger. Well, I can't do it with the thumb. (laughs) I can't do the sound, but people have, it's it's the uh, theater of the mind, right? That's what Mm -hmm. radio is? Yes. (laughs) Jesus. Ooh, did it with my thumb. you can do it. All right, let's get this gross thumb in my mouth. (laughs) Ooh, that was better than the index. Mm. Yeah. Too, too wet. The thumb got too wet after the first try. Hey, Dante. Hey. I haven't asked you yet. How was your, how was your trip? Eh, we don't got to talk about that. <laughs> I want to know. Uh, it was really good, man. Um, something, so I went on a road trip. Mm-hmm. Did you get that shirt on the road trip? I did. I like that shirt I, from what I've seen of it. It's yeah, it's a really cool. good shirt. It's a cool shirt. It, it fits very nice. It's a good material. It's a good it color a cool, on you. Thank you. It's uh it is a shirt shirt from Wallace, Idaho. Nice, nice. Um, which is a very interesting small town uh-huh. that uh we went to twice on this road trip. Oh wow. Uh, I, I wanna well uh, it I'll explain. <laughs> uh I so I just really want to say this because it it feels good. It's okay. just been so goddamn long. Okay. I went on a road trip. Yeah, you did. With my girlfriend. With a with a girl. A, your girlfriend. My my girlfriend. Wow. My girlfriend, Danny. Wow. Who would have thought? Did you listen to shoegaze the whole time? <laughs> you know what? Barely <laughs> listen to any shoegaze. Uh we can talk a little bit about the music that we listen to. I guess that would make sense for the the music podcast we're doing i guess yeah yeah um so we're uh we are both in the uh the cowboy state 
Mm-hmm. And uh, we Yeehaw. we went north to Montana. We went all the way through western Montana, mm-hmm. through northern Idaho, into Washington. Um, about half of the trip was spent in Washington, both mm-hmm. at uh, North Cascades National Park and then Mount Rainier National Park, uh, with also a night in Bellingham. Um, very good. Uh, which was very cool. I believe that is uh, Death Cab territory. Oh, yeah. I believe they're they're from Bellingham. I mean, there's a, a shit ton of bands from Bellingham. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Missoula, where I I get this I got this moose hat you mm-hmm. are seeing because we went to a baseball game. You did. I got the some Missoula. Pictures. Yeah, that's right. Oh yeah. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, my girlfriend took a very flattering picture of me. Um, enveloping a pretzel it looked very good in my mouth the picture and the pretzel looked very good pretzel was great pretty salty had to had to try to rub off some of that big uh-huh. like fucking rock salt they <laughs> yes like yes. they embed those things like jewels on a crown they are not <laughs> easy to get off yeah but yeah just absolutely it was just a great soft chewy mustard mm. delivery system mm. so good mustard man mustard the best <laughs> Um, have you guys tried this? Have you heard about this? <laughs> but so, uh, Wallace, Idaho is, I don't know when, when you're coming into like the Northern Idaho panhandle from, from the Eastern side. So from Montana, you're on highway 90 and it, uh, it's maybe 20, 30 minutes in, into Idaho. I, I don't know if that's true or not. Maybe it's way more or yeah. way less. Who knows? There's no way to know. Nope. Um, but it's just it's just right off the highway, and I had never heard of it before. Mm-hmm. But um, she had, and, and so on the way there, we we get off and we go into Wallace, and it's a Friday, and they're having like this little like street fair thing. Like there's a couple rides set up for kids. Is that where the flags were? Yes. Okay. That so Wallace, Idaho. There's a yin and yang of it. Uh, <laughs> the the first day we were there, there was this the street fair going on, and. The like the tarp or whatever that's around the bottom of this, you know, teacup ride or whatever the fuck it was Mm -hmm. just on one side, just on the side you could on the other side. It was like totally normal. But on Uh this one side that I took a picture of, it is all like it's like a, a black flag. It's like a black. Yeah. Black flag, like American flag, but then with like a blue line through it. Some so I think there's some big guns, mm-hmm. potentially the Gadsden flag, which I will tacitly defend. Which is the Gadsden flag? I don't know which one that is. The the don't tread on me, cut up snake one. Oh, okay. Uh, I I it's like not my favorite flag, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but like I always think like if you're one of these, uh lying racist assholes that says your confederate flag is just because of states rights uh-huh first of all i don't believe you <laughs> sure. but if that's truly what you're trying to express just stop being a dick and get the gadsden flag okay right like because that's very clearly what the gadsden flag is about yeah but they so but they the gadsden flag which i didn't know that's that that's what it was called so now i know things the gadsden flag always is always next to the thin blue line flag, which is yes. <coughs> often near a Confederate flag. <laughs> yes. They're all they all cancel each other up. out, which is fucking just fucking amazing. 
Yeah, no, look, I, I would never would never fly the Gadsden flag myself, but it's just like uh, between that and the Confederate flag, mm-hmm. it is the lesser of two evils, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, anyway, sure. so so this Mary Garan is just like adorned with all these like flags. Uh-huh. There, there might as well have been a flag with like just like a, a pair of aggressive sunglasses. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, like it yeah, was yeah, it yeah. was very much that vibe on that side of uh, the Mary Garan, but. The rest of Wallace, I mean, it's essentially just like this this main street that has like a lot of shops and restaurants sure, and stuff, sure. and and then there's like you know some some hotels and whatever off off these side streets, um, but very cute, very it's like tucked into this little like forested hillside. Northern Idaho is beautiful if like you can get past the white supremacy <laughs> militias that you you know are pretty sure are lurking in the woods. Yes, yes. Um, I mean, it's it's gorgeous. So anyway, that was on the way there. On the way back, we're we're headed to. We had just camped in Coeur d'Alene for a couple nights, mm-hmm. and we are headed to Missoula for the baseball game. Sure, and to to spend a night there. And we're like, we have time. Do we want to go to Wallace again? Ooh. And so we pull over to Wallace again, and um, I was like, oh, I should probably like get some things for like my parents or whatever. And mm-hmm. my mom, I, I had sent my mom that same picture of me standing by all these like crazy fucking flags. Yeah. 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 Um, and she, this is what my mom does. She like looked up Wallace, Idaho, and she started sending me all these facts about it. Like, wow. Oh, like they have, they have this thing or this was filmed there and shit uh-huh. like that. Uh-huh. And they, I don't know how long ago, but at one time, the mayor, a former mayor, declared that Wallace, Idaho, was the center of the universe. Wow. So, wow. yeah, p- fucking baller move, sure. right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Um, and so they have this, like, this intersection on their main, you know, touristy gift shop uh-huh. street where every single corner, all four corners, have a sign that say center of the universe, like, pointing, like, down. Like, <laughs> and there's, in the middle of the intersection, there's a manhole cover uh-huh. that that says like this is the center of the universe <laughs> like that's pretty good sure yeah that I is mean, pretty fucking good lean into it man oh yeah no totally yeah um so I, I got my mom a shirt that has the manhole cover that says center of the universe on it that's um, hilarious yeah and some stickers and stuff so it's it's a good time and then yeah i ended up getting this this shirt for myself i i that's, never really I stopped mean, to think is that like a like a foghorn or like it, a, that's what it, it kind of looks light? like yeah some kind of light i don't know but it it's it's cool that's a cool i mean that's a cool shirt the manhole cover shirt sounds pretty cool as well it didn't get me, you anything well, fuck you uh <laughs> it makes me think that uh sacramento really needs to step up their their shirt game you go down the old sack and it's just full of like a shirt that says Sacramento on it, or maybe it has the fucking tower bridge or something. Mm. NorCal star or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. But I don't don't know. Sacramento is too big. Yeah. Like what, what city can you think of has, I mean, New York obviously has the I heart NY. Sure. Not a great shirt though. No, not really. And like everybody, you know, any I mean, they just need to hire some graphic designers as obviously Wallace has done. I guess so. Or they just like stole this off the internet. Who knows? Oh, or they could have done that. Yeah. Yeah. But 
Yeah. They did a good job. And so, uh, so yeah, w- Wallace was definitely great. Here's the thing we, we realized, uh, and when I say we, I mean my girlfriend and I. Wait, who? Dan- Shoegaze girl. Shoegaze girlfriend. Oh, <laughs> perfect, perfect. Now uh, I know who it is. Yeah. <laughs> and I can still refer to her in text as I can SGG. S- I can still demean her as a nameless figure. It's, uh, it's like what our troops Even though did. I know her, her actual name. Yeah, I insist on uh, using it when talking to you. Um, so she pointed out that before this road trip, mm-hmm. we had never spent more than 24 hours together. Oh. And to be honest, it was probably never more than like 18 or 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we decided all at once to up it to like 264. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> which is uh, many more hours. But the great thing is like nothing bad happened. Good. Like you could totally see like, you know, day five just being like, this was a mistake. I uh-huh, am uh-huh. fucking over this person. <laughs> um, but it, it was all like the worst thing that happened was I... On like day two, I missed an exit. Oh. And it like kind of delayed us maybe about like 20 minutes. Uh-huh. Uh, we had to like go this like kind of different back roads way. And I was like kind of beating myself up for fucking up. And that was probably it. That was probably the worst thing that happened. Yeah. Yeah. And it turned out being fine because we went, this was in Eastern Washington and it was all like this like, do, do you remember, I think Microsoft XP, their like default background? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. The like, like grassy yeah, the, the hill, grassy or whatever. hill with the blue sky. Yeah, absolutely could have been a photo taken on this road we oh. were at in Eastern Washington. Okay, okay. and we we uh, drove by this like abandoned farmhouse, mm-hmm. and uh, this is, tells you a little bit of what kind of uh, person Shugay's girlfriend is. Um, <laughs> she said, "Well, we have to stop and go check that out." Sure, absolutely. No, not to me though. I'm like, what are you? I've seen too many movies to think that we're both going to get back in the car after that. <laughs> but we did. We stopped. We ch- we didn't go into the house. Like it was pretty uh, dilapidated. Uh-huh. I believe is uh-huh. uh, the word I'm close to sure. saying correctly. Yeah. Um. They also had this like weird, like not connected to the house, uh, like cellar, like off to the side. Okay. Okay. And yeah, like, you stay away from that. Definitely not going in there. Yeah. Um, and there was like, you could kind of peer down the steps and see there was signs of like people being in there, like uh-huh. some like food containers. There was even like this like shelf where there was like a backpack and like a, a cooler. And it was like, are like people there now? Are people yeah. about to come back? Like, Did you go is... through the stuff for supplies like in video games? I didn't really. I just kind of had to walk near it and it just like my... Like, I just absorbed it and just had it. Oh, right, right. You know what I mean? I didn't yes. have to, like, actually use my hands to get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, like, the, you know, there, there was no no fights. There was some, I'll say, some interesting conversation. We definitely got to, like, know each other a lot better and good, I think reach uh, a new level of, of comfort. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and then, yeah, obviously, like, national parks fucking rock ass. Sure, um, sure. And that was, yeah, Mount Rainier is amazing. Oh, I got, I'll send you some some cute photos of me <gasps> here pretty shortly. Yay. But yeah, man, it, it was a great Sweet. time. And and I, I'm, I'm kind of bummed now that uh, we can't do anything like that again until 
winter, but of course winter's not prime road trip time. Are you just are you just out of vacation time or something? Well, so I'm going to Hawaii right, in a week. Right. And I'm by the time anyone listens to this, I will have been, been back. long long back or long dead. <laughs> and then after that I'm just like in in work mode constantly for like, you know, four or five months without mm. without any Fuck. break. So uh oh. I don't want you to be in work mode. I know, man. We're yeah, the, the podcast is for sure gonna suffer. Um, you're going to need to get like guest hosts or something. (laughs) Last thing I need is people that know what they're talking about. No, thank you. No, thank you. I'm going to get, I'll get Shugay's girlfriend on the pod. I don't know how I feel about that. (laughs) We can get, oh dude. Oh man. We'll get Shugay's girlfriend and Danny's wife to do a special episode. You've said her name many times. I know. I know. Okay. Um, Amanda. It was just okay. funny that it was Gotcha. Shugay's girlfriend and Yeah. I mean, what what would b- See. Book's wife? What would book. she be? <laughs> yeah. Shugay's girlfriend and uh the librarian. No. It's gotta have something that with, with wife in it. Yeah. My wife the librarian. Oh yeah. Shugay's girlfriend and my wife the librarian will do an episode. Where they just talk shit about us. Oh, God. They're just both going to be like, does all he fucking do is talk about him? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why? I'm with him all the time. What's there to talk about? <laughs> exactly. Hmm. All right. I'm, I'm loading up some, some cutie photos to send you. Yeah. A couple icky ones. Not like mm. icky, like, mm. but like, like wildlife icky. Oh, okay. All right. Can see these will send in about an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Danny, shall we get into the music? Right, right. We do have a purpose to be in here. Yeah, let's get to it. Oh, I just got a picture. Oh, what is that? Is that a slug? Yeah, man, it was a big slug. Whoa. There's Dante. Your limbs look really long in this. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, oh, this one's going on the gram. Uh-oh. Wait, which one which one do I look like I have long limbs? The one where you're wearing a green shirt, your arms and legs look long. I mean, I think that's true. I think I'm I'm slightly disproportioned to longer leg, shorter <laughs> shorter torso. Wait, which one, which one is going on the gram cuz uh I the think you need approval. Mm. The one of your elbow. I do got a sick elbow. Yeah. Or this one, maybe like, this one where you're in the blue shirt and it looks like you're putting it back on. <laughs> I, it looks like I just fucked that river. <laughs> yep. Yep. This was, uh, this was hiking around Mount Rainier. Okay. Okay. By the way, uh, any sort of staged photograph, absolutely not going to happen. Uh, if you fucking like let her out of your sight for one second, when you turn back around, your yep. photo will be like, <laughs> your photo will be taken. So like now, I'll just kind of see her out of the corner of my eye, and I'll be like, I, I guess I'll pretend not to fucking notice, but I'm <laughs> yeah, 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 like, yeah. livid right now. <laughs> Wonderful. All right, let's get to the to the music. Let's get to the Jimmy Eat Worlds. 
Let's get to the uh, Jimmy Eat Worlds. <laughs> Not sure what that means. Um. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, it's okay. Uh, for, for listeners at home, we were just talking in the chat a little bit. Just talking about our futures. 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 The opener on the album, Futures. So I was a little confused at first when you sent me this. I was like, Futures? Uh, Am I supposed to listen to the whole album? Oh, God. (laughs) You did the same thing for another one. It's five songs or less, Dante, not five albums or less. Opening track off of the album. Opening track of our podcast. A really great song, Dante. A really great opening riff. I love the chugs behind it too. Do, 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 do. It's very like metalcore, a little bit. And that first that first line, ah, it makes it uh, reminds me of Fugazi. I just realized that today hmm. or y- yesterday, which I thought was kind of funny. So you had never heard this song before? I had never heard this song before. That the, is incredible. How how did you just not listen to even the first song of their next album? Because I heard whatever single came out first. So that's Work or what was the other? I believe it was Pain. Pain. Whichever single came out first. Snobby Danny didn't like it for some reason yep. and never listened to the album. That's wow. Well, all right. There, I will say this. Uh, they're not good. At least pain. Mm-hmm. I remember when that came out. I was like, that's not a good name for a song. Yeah. Neither is work. Like it, that's very true. <laughs> <laughs> and well, they have a song called "Kill" on that record. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was just like, yeah, strange song titling. But yeah, yeah. Great album. Great opener. Really um, fucking great opener. Very I mean, funny that you said this sounds like Fugazi. I don't know enough about Fugazi to. It, have it's any... just that it's just that word. Just the ah, yeah. sounds like a Fugazi thing. But uh, a great fucking opener. Like, had I heard that song, had I downloaded this album, bought the album, this was '04, so I wasn't working at a record store or anything, so I probably would have downloaded the album. Had I heard this opening like, track, l- I like off iTunes, loved it. No, illegally. We've talked about this before. Yeah. I'm just trying uh, to incriminate you as much as possible. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, that opening riff is fucking sick. And okay, the question I have to ask you, what's wrong with me, Dante? Well, I think you said it. You're you at least, you know, 15, 17, god damn, 17 years ago. Yeah, 17 uh, years. You had some snob in you. I had some snob. Even like I have technically listened to the most recent Jimmy Eat World album, I don't think all the way through, 
But I listened to a bit of that when it came out and I liked it. You will listen to literally anything now. <laughs> like you will try anything. Just about. Yeah. Yeah. Just about. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't like, I didn't go and listen to work or pain uh, because that would be against the rules of the pod. Right. But I'm curious to listen to them and try to remember which one I heard first, probably whichever one came out first. There's no way to know. And just try to remember like what was going through my head, like what made me not want to listen to the rest of the album. Maybe I was just too deep into like, Oh, for like blood brothers or Coed and Cambria or, hmm. you know, Thursday or whatever. I was just too deep into that. I didn't want to listen to any more of this, which, you know, that's going to happen. I mean, you were, so 2004, you were 42. <laughs> yes. 42. Um, it, it, it's, you know, people are pretty set in their ways at that time, but, uh, <laughs> No, like that totally happens where you get, you know, really enamored in like a new genre or a new scene or whatever. And mm-hmm. you're like, this is me now. Yeah. The yeah. other part of that is for whatever, it, it, it seems weird going back now, but like for whatever reason at that time, the album Futures seemed or was talked about like it was such a huge departure hmm. from Bleed American. Mm-hmm. Like... You know, it's darker, it's heavier, and there's certainly elements of that. But, like, I listened, like, just that that opening you played just now. Yeah. That is just quintessential Jimmy Eat World sound. Yeah, yeah. Like, th- that, that, like, that chug of that mm-hmm. uh, drop D bar chord they're playing yes, yes. is, like, them being, like, should we write a metal song? <laughs> And it's like it's like the very Jimmy Eat World version of a band being hard. Yeah. And yes. And it's great. I'm not I'm not criticizing, but it's like it's still Jimmy Eat World. And so when people are like, oh, it's not like, you know, it's not a fucking praise course or whatever, like, mm-hmm. sure. This still has like their, you know, their signature fingerprints or whatever yeah. all over it. Yes. It, yeah. I it's not like they there's that Todd Berry joke about uh, VH1 behind the music, very topical references, Todd Berry and VH1. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where they, the, the, at some point during the episode, the band always is like going back to their roots mm-hmm. and talk about how, how Bon Jovi, it's like they say he goes back to his roots like he had ever once abandoned his roots. <laughs> like there was never a moment where he just like, and Bon Jovi entered the studio with just like a kazoo and a wood block. Like, <laughs> Like, same thing with Jimmy at World. Like, yeah. they've always been Jimmy at World. Yes. And when they, like, quote-unquote stray, it's by, like, two degrees here, three degrees here. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah, that yeah, was just a weird thing about Futures was, like, whoa, this new Jimmy at World sound. And it's, like, not, I mean, kind of not really. Yeah, yeah. What a good band. I'm going <laughs> to... Well, that's it. I've we, got, he I've likes got Jimmy World. to say later, but... Wrap it up. Man. This, I will say about Futures... One of the many reasons I like this song is it is one of their heaviest, and I mean that kind of in like more of a production, like like hum, speaking mm-hmm. of hum, mm-hmm. kind of like their heaviest, most fullest sounding songs. Yes, yes. And I, I love that about this track. Out of all five of these tracks, really made me 
realize how heavy this band can be sometimes. Just the fucking... I was very curious in listening to this playlist what gear they were using because, I mean, they sound like pumpkins heavy at times. Oh, they, they crank it up to fifth gear nonstop. It's fucking... It's insane that I never really realized that. Do you... Th- hmm. Do you think it's because... Because I... Huh. I I agree and still want to hear more about like how you are like what you're hearing as heavy because like I certainly hear it in futures and the next song we're going to talk about mm-hmm. is definitely like mm-hmm. very f- full and like you said there's like some like like the guitars like swell in such great ways yeah is it do you think though it's how it's mixed or whatever that prevents this from being like a widespread opinion about Jimmy at World? Because I don't know that a lot of people would say that about Jimmy at World. Yeah. Maybe it's something to do with the mix or their singles maybe tending to be on the lighter side or something. Although song number two, I think, was a single. Yes, sir. But whenever I would think about Jimmy at World, yeah, like heavy would never come into mind. But they, at least on these later songs from later albums, they can really do it like track three when track three gets heavy. Oh buddy. Let's yeah. I mean, we'll get there obviously, but. And when we get there, we'll get there. (laughs) We will. We'll be there. That's going to get get there. We'll be there. That's going to get me there for sure. Yes. (laughs) I don't know. It's just something that never stuck out to me with this band in the, you know, the two albums that I've spent so much time with. Except for like the Bleed American, this the song mm-hmm. is a bit heavy, and <laughs> that one part of uh, that one, yes, yes. Of, uh, um, fuck, if you get don't it faster, know, get it faster, yeah, get it faster, yeah. That one part is like almost metal for a second. <laughs> you should, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they they just never struck me as, or I never thought of them as a heavy band, but like. I think all of these songs but the last one I would call a bit heavy. Uh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I agree. And I wonder if if, if part of it sorry, I, I know we're we're really stuck on this, but uh <laughs> uh sidebar from my sidebar, my uh-huh, se- uh-huh. second sidebar, okay, B okay. level sidebar. I think sometimes we don't on the pod have conversations like this. Uh-huh. And we're we're just trying to jump from like timestamp to timestamp and (laughs) i and i think i think sometimes we might be better actually having conversations even if uh we are stupid we are pretty stupid but yeah that's probably true okay anyway um fuck what was my first sidebar Uh uh-oh hold on let me rewind garage band (laughs) what were we just talking about we were talking about jimmy at world being heavy well okay i mean could you be any more specific uh we were talking about all of these songs except the last one being heavy at yeah. times. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, I know what I was going to say. Okay. Just going back to the mixing thing. Okay. Cuz like I am now thinking of Pumpkins and they're they're produced and mixed like pretty slickly, mm-hmm. but the those guitars will swell and <laughs> And Billy Corgan's voice just kind of has the tone of a distorted guitar anyway. <laughs> so it kind of blends. <laughs> I, <Wee! laughs> yeah. Well, 
Oh, he, he that might be his, his like signature word. He does he does we in 1979, uh-huh. and then he does we in um, uh, a door. Is it? Oh, um, we will that one. <laughs> yes, is yeah, that a door? Yeah. I don't remember. Um. Anyway, <laughs> but um. So I wonder my, for Jimmy World if it might be part of the mix where I mean certainly in in these verses on futures when it gets the music gets a little quieter, but. His voice is never kind of buried alongside the music. Mm-hmm. It's always mm-hmm. a little more out in front. So maybe that, in some way, the the music, the guitars are kept at bay. Yeah, yeah, maybe. To, you know, but anyway, okay, sorry. Go, what, what were you going to say? Okay, so let's listen to some good, good guitar work. Back to the timestamps. Let's get back to what we're really here for. Sorry, Dante. Dante was doing some <sighs> sick air drumming during that. Oh, so sick. It was great. Again, things we've been saying all month during this Jimmy Eat July, they just do the right things when they're supposed to. And like that little lead guitar coming in, just a little picking lead, and then the bass starts doing some noodling right toward the end of that part. It's really fucking great. And then leading into that chorus, the classic Jimmy at World Chorus that I never realized was a classic Jimmy at World Chorus thing <laughs> until doing this this month. Ooh. It slows down. It's gorgeous. It's not your average chorus where it picks up and it's, I mean, like, I guess the middle is is like that, but this is more of a Jimmy at World staple where it slows down and it just gets fucking beautiful. I, yeah, I don't know that I've ever ever really thought about that but yeah they don't always um try to ramp it up mm-hmm. into something i mean i guess the next song maybe a little bit is a kind of a, bit, a more yeah. standard you know quote unquote big chorus big chorus big chorus oh i almost mm-hmm. i almost uh spoil it but yeah they're they're just they're just good yeah 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 uh another great bridge on this song too which I wrote a classic Jimmy Eat World bridge, but I didn't give myself a timestamp. So, uh, it is two forty one. Two forty one. Thanks. Wide awake and birthday cake. What? <laughs> oh, I was gonna say, I was gonna say that you've always thought it was that, but you haven't. You thought it was I that haven't for, always thought it was. Yeah. I mean, the first couple of times I listened to it, I was like, "Is he a birthday cake right there? What is he? What is he singing about?" And then wow, I looked at the wide lyrics. Wide awake and, and birthday cake. That is <laughs> fantastic. Yes, yes. Also, did you go to two forty one? Uh, yeah. I thought I did. 
No, that that's hilarious because I was just giving you some bullshit number. Oh, really? Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> I thought you had that in your notes. No, yeah. I, I have no. I've I have barely any timestamps for this whole thing, but I have none for futures. That was. Um, I mean, it was kind of in the middle of the bridge, but it was in the bridge. It's yeah, we we got the sense of it. I <laughs> I thought it was going to be funny that I was just going to be like not in the bridge, and I'd be like, ha ha ha, gotcha. Ha, ha. <laughs> no, we're just too good at this now. We've been doing I this too so. long. <laughs> Though I bet you, if you go to most Jimmy Eat World songs at two forty one, yeah, uh, yeah, for the if, for most of them. Yeah, they do though. They have some pretty expansive songs, but they if sure you do. hit one of their their rock pop mm-hmm. songs, you'll probably be close to a bridge. Yeah, just a a fucking great opener, a goddamn banger. Futures, ladies and gentlemen. Futures on the album Futures by the Futures. <laughs> now, uh, let me tell you. Please do. What um, Shugay's girlfriend and I did not do on our road trip. Okay. Uh, despite several requests, borderline demands to. Really? Was. Uh, you just won't put out, huh? That's a separate conversation. <laughs> um, gamble. Mm-hmm. Uh, really? Is she, does she, is she a gambler? There were some requests to go to some uh, facilities. I don't know what what word to use here. Okay. Because, yeah, like across, uh, I don't know about Idaho, because we're only in Idaho for a second, Mm -hmm. but Western Montana and in Washington, there is many, like, there's legal gambling. Yeah. Yeah. And she had spoken of, uh, I don't know if it was in Bellingham specifically or just kind of in that area. Where she had quite the night uh, one time a few years ago. Uh-huh. And it just never fit, uh, fit into our plans. And she was half joking anyway. She did buy some scratch-offs. Nice, nice. Uh, we bought scratch-offs and Mount Rainier cherries from the side of the road uh, in like the same stop. Very productive stop. <laughs> um, fucking great cherries. Guys, if you can get yourself some Rainier cherries, yeah. highly recommend it. Okay, okay. So good. They're they're not the deep red ones. They're like the kind of like lighter yellowish red ones. Ooh, bud. Um, Good stuff. Yeah, you just you know spit spit the pit right into your partner's mouth after you're done eating it. But uh, what what I told her was, next time we have the opportunity, next time we're on the road on a road Mm -hmm. trip together, Mm -hmm. because I know it would it would make your day. We're gonna go to a big casino. What does he say? Wait, is it wait? No, he says, oh, "Stop, God!" I hey. listened. I listened to Jimmy Pod about this song and the last song too. Oh, what does he say? St- steady is, I believe, what he says. Steady, steady, cool. Yeah, they like isolated it as much as they could. Because it's not on the lyrics or anything. Right. Huh. All right. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Steady. Big Casino. Another album opener. 
off yes, of sir. Chase This Light, the hockey concept album. I'm sorry, the, the hockey what? Concept album. Because of the joke you made about the Chase, oh, chase That Light. On do, top of the- do not remember this <laughs> okay. at all. I, uh, I, I get I get what you're saying. I was saying about the goal light, but uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. seems like a stretch to be honest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go listen to our first episode of Jimmy Eat, Jimmy Eat July. Another fucking banger, though, man. This one's a little heavier. I like it. You think this is heavier than Futures? It can be. Hmm. <laughs> it's more of a pop hit. Yeah, a little bit. But I will say if so. I copied and pasted the note, mm-hmm. one of Jimmy World's heaviest, fullest sounding songs. <laughs> it applies to both. Yes. And if you listen to this song, either, I guess, super fucking loud, like in your car mm-hmm. or ideally on headphones. Yeah. The bass is so fucking good on this yeah. song. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking Rich is tearing it up. He is. So I would say maybe that. Yeah, that does tilt the heaviness factor a little bit into the favor of Big Casino. Mm-hmm. I I saw I only saw Jimmy World live once, and it was on this tour in oh cool oh oh seven or oh yeah, eight. Yeah, yeah. Paramore opened. Mm-hmm. Nice. And uh, Jimmy World opened with this song. Oh cool. And and it was so good because like everybody knew they were going to open with it. You mm-hmm. know, it was it's the opener on the record. Sure, it was sure. the single. Makes sense. I mean, and you walk out on stage and you just do that yep. part. Yep. Like everyone's like, it's, yep, we're going. <laughs> like it was, the the anticipation was so, it just, it fucking rocked. Nice. Um, the crowd was really, really good for, for this whole show. But yeah, when that opened, the crowd went nuts. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Yeah, the, I forget. Have you seen them live? I have not. Okay. Hopefully, hopefully they have announced a couple new shows. One of which is in Sacramento at Ace of Spades mm-hmm. in September. Um, so I'm going to try to go in in September. Mm -hmm. Fuck. Can't go. Mm. Um, is it just a normal, like a normal show? It's not like a album. Yeah, no, I think it's just a normal, normal show. Um, I think there may be there. They only announced like, I think two or three shows. So I think they're just doing some to like get back into the routine of, of playing shows again and stuff. Um, I know I've asked you this before, but. Ace of Spades isn't a very big venue, is it? It's not huge, but it's where Jimmy World Size bands play. Who have I seen there? I saw Against Me there, and I've seen AFI there. Uh, and it wasn't Ace of Spades then, but I saw International Noise Conspiracy there too. But yeah, it's what was not, it before? What? What was it called before? It was originally called Empire. And then it was called Venue, real creative. And then it's been Ace of Spades for quite a while. Let's see. Uh, Ace of Spades, Sacramento, went to Google Images. Mm-hmm. Um, the word, uh, there's a band on stage in this photo. And behind them in real big letters is the words ever and clear. Okay. Hmm. Must have been like a show Maybe it's like sponsored by Everclear vodka. Yeah, sponsored or by the vodka. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah probably. Chain Smokers, uh, Blue October. Mm-hmm. That's a band that came up on the the road trip. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it was just kind of the thing of like they were 
they were kind of good, right? Like they were like they had a couple like really good songs and hmm. hmm. kind of I don't know fairly or unfairly got lumped in with like a a genre or a scene that I find very off-putting. Yeah, yeah. The, they're in the same like Chevelle or trapped. Mm. I feel like uh no. No? I, I disagree. Okay. Disagree. Uh I don't know that I've ever all, heard them. At least not definitely not on purpose. Chevelle also kind of rocks. Let's not lump them in with trapped. Well, uh, I don't know anything about Chevelle's politics, I should say. Oh, okay. um, who, who would blow, blow, blow October? <laughs> who would blow who, who blue would, October? <laughs> 15 years ago, probably a lot. <laughs> they, they were more in like, there was like the, that weird thing of like bands trying to look hard, mm-hmm. but be kind of, not soft, but be like, you know, we're sensitive rockers. Like stained? Not even stained. Like, I'm, I'm thinking of like almost like bands like, uh, I don't even really know much about them, but like, do you remember the band The Script? No. I I don't know. Hmm. I I am too ignorant to be having this conversation. <laughs> but anyway, Blue October, they had, they had a couple songs that are like actually kind of pretty good. And okay. like, I'm not going to listen to an album and I'm not going to give you them for this. Uh, <laughs> for this. But you might put a, but. put a song or two on a personal playlist or something like that. Well, like if we did like, uh, you know, great songs by bands we don't really care about, like sure. they conceivably okay. could okay. be on something like that. Interesting. Maybe we can do like a a weird songs like we keep thinking about for some reason. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, like, <laughs> like, but yeah. Anyway, oh, you um, know who's played at uh, Ace of Spades, Gojira. Oh, yes. I, I'm trying to find um, capacity, and hmm. I, it's like not on their fucking website. Live Nation does not divulge such information. Apparently. Uh, okay, so if you just Google Ace of Spades capacity. Mm-hmm. It just says 1,000 dash person. 1,000 so, person. The 1,000 person capacity club. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah, that Boy, sounds about right. It's a, it's, yeah. it's a good size, but not like, you know, it's not an arena or anything like that. It's very strange to think of Jimmy at World doing that because even still in my, oh, we're getting some big ass lightning out here. Ooh. Um, I still think of them as like, like that seems small to me for Jimmy at World. It's but smaller I guess Jimmy- than Memorial because you said you saw him at Memorial before, right? With Paramore. Yes, yes. Because yeah, Memorial is a is a good size venue. Uh, uh, but that was two thousand seven or eight. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, Ace of Spades is smaller than that, but it's it's still a good size for Jimmy at World. I think. Good. Well, good for them. I, yeah. I hope you get to see them. I do too. I would really like to. I missed them last time they came. They played at Ace of Spades before, and I missed it because uh, I'm a fucking loser that goes oh man i really want to go to that show uh but then i have to leave my house yeah and they're gonna see you and they're gonna be like that's the age of our fans mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they're just gonna like slink off stage well i mean we're close in age they're just a little older than us than me yeah i that was nothing uh he's 44 45 jim so yeah, just like five years older than me. That's not that. That's not that yeah. much. No, but it's just and and again, I still think of Jim as like a a younger a young buck guy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um. All talk right. about the song. Dude. Let's talk about Big Casino. This song is great. Every time I listen to it, and here I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. 
casino was filmed before a live studio audience. <laughs> yes, it's it sounds like a stinger. <laughs> where it like yeah, it just holds that last that chord. I just Absolutely. I just every time I was listening to it, I was just picturing in my head the the TGIF intro to this this TV show that is Big Casino, and I just I want it to exist. Yes, Lassa. One hour later. New Jersey mega millionaire. Oh, look at that guy. Mega millions. Where is he now? Dead. Yeah, good. <laughs> but here if I. In New Jersey, Meg Wallace, Idaho, Nur. You know that line of the song, a Wallace, Idaho success story? <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> um, fucking, uh, fucking old uh, Jimmy Pork Chunks over here. Pork Chunks! <laughs> hey, we haven't talked about Pork Chunks in a while, huh? I'm going to Hawaii in a week, man. I gotta, gotta get my beach bod. Yeah, you do. You know, like a, like a walrus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Big Casino, you know what it's about? I think, I think it's about, and boy, I could be off by a thousand miles, but also like one out of every three Jimmy World songs is kind of about this. Sure, so sure. I think it's about him kind of being like, we're, we're very like grateful for the success we've had and we're probably like not going to be that band for people forever uh-huh. um it almost like a little bit of a not, not passing of the torch but like i remember like long 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 time ago like when this album came out like reading something about how oh the reason he says new jersey success story is because there was like so many like emo bands that came out of that area and, mm. and stuff like that and it was mm. like a reference to just kind of the scene and that like everyone gets their their moment in the scene but it's you know they know for them it's not going to last forever mm-hmm. but but the, all of that to say no idea. <laughs> so they talked about it a bit on the Jimmy Pod episode. If and you knew, why did you ask? Because I just wanted to know what you thought. But I'm I'm excited to hear how off I was. Well, here's the thing, though: is uh, Jim is not a big uh, "I'm going to tell you what this song is is about" kind of guy. Like he will give you like a, a brief overview or whatever, but he's not. The, this is exactly what it's about and your take is is wrong, that kind of thing. But another thing that I didn't know, and I, I really like this, is his uh, songs are not always strictly autobiographical. How's that word go? Autobiographical? Yeah. There we go. Um, he will come up with characters uh, I was reading when I was reading about Invented the album. Uh, he was uh, l- like looking at this these photos by specific photographers for a long time and coming up with stories based on these photographs that he was looking at and stuff. And I was like, "Wow, that's really cool. That's such an interesting way to write songs is to come up with these kind of. It's almost like it's like writing a script or something like that." So yeah. yeah, I thought that was interesting. Big Casino that hmm. he's he has said is kind of like this story of a a, a washed up 
guy who thought uh, that the phrase big casino is like he had read it in a book and he had thought it meant like, oh, I'm big casino. I'm 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 a big deal. I'm big news like that kind of thing. And he's this washed up old guy that's like giving advice to to the younger generation, uh, that kind of thing. Um, okay, but apparently, All big right. casino is a slang term, sort of that was used in Sopranos, uh, meaning cancer. Oh wow! Okay, did they like say insta- like? Well, I know like they will say like big C. Right? Yeah, yeah. Oh. I've heard big C. Like there was okay. a show called The Big C, right? Oh, it was that. Uh, was that Lisa Kudrow? Maybe I honestly don't know, hmm. but yeah, I guess uh, somebody I can't remember who in the Sopranos gets cancer, and he says, "Yeah, I got the big C, the big, the big C, big casino." But yeah, I thought that was interesting. I really liked that he has, or he comes up with these stories and these characters and stuff for the for the songs. Like in in one of the things they played on the on the pod, uh, it was him saying, "Well, that that one's about this character or the character in this one or something like that." I was like. The character, what what is happening? Is this Coheed and Cambria? They're characters, yeah, right? <laughs> um, well, that's that's very cool. And but you're not totally say, wrong in in what you thought about you know the the older generation and the younger generation kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, that makes me feel a little bit better. But uh, you, you know me and song meanings. Um, <laughs> they're better when they don't have them. Yes, yes. So so big C. Uh, is a grocery and general merchandising retailer headquartered in Bangkok, Thailand. Okay. Um, okay. So it doesn't look like Lisa Kudrow has anything to do hmm. with it. Hmm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm actually remember now she was in The Comeback, which is also a C. Oh. But okay. um, Laura Linney. Mm. Okay. Laura Linney was in The Big C. My apologies to both Lisa Kudrow and Laura Linney. May, may you be well and... Uh, yeah, rest in peace. They're going to appreciate that. Yeah. So there. So despite me not caring so much about song meaning, there are a lot of lines in this song that kind of yes. stick with you. You mentioned. So is it was it Jim that read the phrase "big casino" in a book, or was yes. it the character who no, read this? Jim. Okay. Jim. Okay. That would be very coheed to be like, and then the character read something <laughs> in the book, and yes. that expired inspired him to. It's like fuck me, yeah. man. There's a lot of smart ideas in books mm-hmm. I've never read. When the girls come talk to me, I wish to hell I had. Uh, really walks that Jimmy world a line of, am I embarrassed by this? <laughs> oh, no, I fucking love it. Yeah, it. Uh, who cannot relate to to that? That's why I was in my book, my library earlier in the yeah, record. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, okay, okay. Shoot, I forget I forget what it's called, and I believe this is this has probably come up before on the pod because I only know and can relay like seven things. <laughs> but there's this idea of like a library of ambition, like having a lot of books that you have not read, mm, okay, to yeah. re- to remind you all that you don't know. Yes, yes, I like that. It's it's kind of a cool concept. Yeah, um, but I've certainly certainly uh, been like, well, boy. This would have been a really good time to follow through on that thing yeah. I was gonna do. I was gonna learn. <laughs> it made um, me. It made me think back to when uh, Amanda and I were first talking, like on Facebook or whatever. And she did she ask me what books I'm into, like what I what I read or whatever. And I'm like, oh, um, 
Yeah, yeah. I had I actually had been reading a book. I had just finished reading part of a book on straight edge. <laughs> it's a book with like these essays written by different people and there's one by Ian Mackay and so I read that. <laughs> and then I was reading like the a graphic novel. And I was like, yeah, did, I'm reading. Did this. you tell her this? Yes, yes, I did tell her this. But Would have been better just to said, <laughs> not a fan. <laughs> um, and then, but then I was like, oh, and I really, I really like Catcher in the Rye. And she's like, oh, I hate that book. I've, I prefer this or whatever. And then she's talking about, oh, I'm reading Wuther, Wuthering, Wuthering Heights again or whatever that book is called. Wuthering. Wuthering Heights, whatever. <laughs> I'm just like feeling so fucking stupid and I continue to feel stupid 11 years later, but um, yeah, it's not something we've ever, um, like rectified. No, no, no. I've, I'm just, I'm, I'm bad at reading. And so I just don't do it. I, I totally get it. I'm, I'm a very slow reader. Me too. Me too. So it makes it such a fucking endeavor, right? It, It makes it such an endeavor because it has to be completely silent uh, I cannot have anything else happening in the room. Otherwise, I can't concentrate. I often have to go back and reread things because you know, you've heard me do it. Uh, I will say, read things out loud and move words around to where they have the same meaning or completely different meaning. So I have to reread lines. So yeah, I, yeah. Just, I just don't read very often and I'm all the dumber for it, but whatever. Too late now, man. Yep, too late now. Yeah, my like you saying Catcher in the Rye is your favorite book. I would probably say my favorite book is still a book I read once in high school. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I didn't like it so much that I own it and <laughs> will reread it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I remember going, "This is fucking good." Yeah, yeah. So what? What book is that? Uh, that is the Stranger. That's another book that I really like and I probably reference. That's the one where I'm like, oh, I like Catcher in the Rye and The Stranger by Camus. Yeah. See how uh, interesting I am? I like The Stranger by uh, by Alfred Camus. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. I, I remember reading that book. That book is so wild. This this mm-hmm, main character, mm-hmm. you you hang out with him. He goes to the beach. He murders a person. Mm-hmm. The cure has a song uh, about it. Okay. And then uh, he's in prison. And I believe his mom visits him at one point or this, calls him. I can't remember. This was a very, very long time ago. But I remember the whole time it was just like, you don't know why he killed this person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He seems like a very like mild-mannered type of character. And the whole time I'm just going like, yeah, like sometimes you you just you just don't know why some things happen. <laughs> and it was just like, and now looking back at it, I was like, this guy was probably just like fucking like depressed or something, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he just doesn't uh, emote very well. So you as a reader like don't really get too much. But <laughs> all right, hey, let's do a, a stranger book club at some point for the pod. Okay, okay, okay. We'll do we it. we will. It'll we'll have to, It won't be a month. It will have to like block off like a season, like like the stranger spring or something sure because sure. it's it's gonna take us uh, for what i remember it's a pretty short book it's not very long yeah 
So maybe three months is enough time to get through it for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll make notes of of every line that I read incorrectly. <laughs> uh, so yeah, man, big casino. That fucking the drums fucking rule in this song. They do. They uh they they they're very very driving. Mm-hmm. And that in the verses he does that hi hat pattern where it's three like just barely open hi hats. So you're getting that good like it's not like tick 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 it's like you just get a little bit of that that open like vibration Mm -hmm. and he does three of them and then it stops for a beat and then three again uh and it just adds a little flavor to the verses which i really like um like i said the the bass is really really good on this song please i implore you listen to this with headphones and just Mm -hmm. like listen to the bass the bass uh rich and the bass does not get enough love in this band and uh he he really he really like shows his stuff on this song, and then of course that chorus, man, mm-hmm. so big, so good, and that tremolo picking, yeah. Um, especially like you already played it the on like the last chorus that ends the song. Mm-hmm. Ooh boy, it's good. You got stuff. any timestamps you want I've to play? Got us? Quite a few timestamps. First one here is at fifty three seconds. Uh, we are listening for some. Little accent harmonies that come through. Those drums too, just kind of like shuffling on the verse, or I guess that's the pre-chorus. Yeah, get it right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I love those little accent harmonies that come in uh, just at the end of the pre-chorus. There, just the right thing to happen. Jim and the boys go. Oh, this needs something else. Uh, what's the correct thing to do here? <laughs> yes, we're going to do that. Jim and the boys, they come correct. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Another standout line, all the salt in the world couldn't melt yes. Just the fucking Tom's guitar just squealing the whole time yeah. during the chorus. <laughs> I wrote on the on the episode of Jimmy Eat Pod, they played the demo or one of the demos of it, and it it's just so prominent and way too loud on the demo, and it's kind of funny. But uh, but yeah, it's it's great. Good job, Tom. Way to go, Tom. Um, <laughs> I really like when he says, I'm a New Jersey success. Uh, the last word is store. Store. It's, it's S-T-O-R-A-Y. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that all the salt in the world uh, line is great. Yeah. The, the uh, one other, well, there's two other lyrics I wanted to bring up. Okay. One is uh, really like the gotten old guitar I've had for mm-hmm. years I'd let you buy. It's just like, mm, like, he's a mentor. <laughs> he's uh, a mentor. He, he, but also, <laughs> fuck you, mentor. You're gonna make me buy this old guitar. Yeah, like, like oh shit, uh, hand it down. Eighteen hundred dollars. Got this old My guitar. God. Ten thousand dollars. I was someone you'd have 
Potential counterpoints. Mm -hmm. How do we feel about... Get up, get up. Totally fine with it. Okay. Any, and nothing to add? It's it's one of those borderline Jimmy Eat World things that's, if you told me that it was a little cheesy or a little cringy, I probably wouldn't be able to argue with you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I, I like it, and I know that that's part of the Jimmy Eat World experience. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they actually have that... Not a lot, but they have a few of those moments on this album mm-hmm. where I think maybe they're trying to recapture some of that bleed American grandeur or poppiness sure, sure. that they they you know I guess kind of got away from on the futures. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. There on the like second or third track of this album, there's in my opinion a really cringy lyric. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I was just curious how how we felt about Get Up. No, I'm I'm totally fine with it. Lesser bands, the wrong it in the wrong hands, that could be fucking terrible. Along with the line, rock on young savior. I mean, so many other bands would would present that line in the cringiest, worst way, but for some reason it never but it stuck out immediately. I was like, rock on young savior. Okay. But it works. Dante's got a mouthful of pork chunks right now, and he cannot respond. <laughs> the pork chunks are good because it allows me, instead of just blurting out the first thing that comes to my mind, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I get to think for a little yeah, bit. exactly. N- normally, I don't even actually say the first thing that comes to my mind. Uh, my mind tries to fill my mouth with sound because my mouth has already decided to move mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and my brain's like, we, we fucking got to fire something out there. Yep, <laughs> like, yep. <laughs> you just, you made me think of that, um, fallout boy album from like 2014 or whatever called save rock and roll. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, which that is maybe the, like, this is saying something, but maybe the worst thing fallout boys ever done <laughs> was n- name their album that yes. though. Uh, also, also talked about on the on the road trip. Um, first two albums, pretty good. Never listened to them. I know, I know because some stuff was in the play file at Dimple. I know how much they sound like <clears throat> early saves the day, and I know how much early saves the day sounds like Lifetime. And I'm sure Lifetime sounds like some other ba- older band. And kind of uh, I remember. It. I think Infinity on High was in the play file from mm-hmm. what I remember. Yeah, that has a couple really... Does that have America's Sweethearts on it? I don't know. Anyway, fuck, am I going to give you Fall Out Boy? You could. I, I only know, like, the first half of their discography. Like, I've, you know, after... Probably after, like, 07, 08 or whatever it was, I kind of cut them off. Mm-hmm. But I could just give you stuff from those first three or four albums. Yeah. Yeah. We'll probably get we'll probably get some listens. We probably will get some listens. We'll get we'll get up to upwards of eleven Instagram yeah. likes. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, it's not a bad idea. Could could our Instagram server handle that sort of influx? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we have a server. It's on this floppy disk. Well, I'll tell you something else. 
Is it something I'm not dying enough to know? Yes. I fucking love the way he, he says that line. And I'll tell you something else that you ain't enough to know. There's still some love and left when your prime comes and goes. I don't, I don't even fucking know. I love the way he says that line. There's so much emphasis and, and effort put into it. That's something that he... I feel like he is always putting all of himself into every word that comes out of his mouth. Absolutely. Which is why I think we can forgive some of the more corny or hard on sleeve yeah, yeah, yeah. sentiment because you never feel that it's fake or that he... I don't think he's ever writing it because he thinks a... 14 year old is going to connect with it mm-hmm. he's writing it because that's what he wants to say yeah oh yeah totally i agree i he we, we talked on one of the previous uh jimmy july episodes that he will have a little country twang in his voice mm-hmm. now and then mm-hmm. he'll do like a little voice crack or whatever and he kind of does that there and I'm, I'm also i'm pretty sure it sounds like they hit him with a little auto-tune or something maybe, maybe like yeah uh, there's there's some sort of effect i think going on i i like that as well I think we're done with Big Casino. It's a great song. The video is cool. Uh, I want to go to that place. It's in Vegas, apparently. Vegas stinks. It Vegas does stink. But we often go to Boulder City, which is near Vegas. I've talked about that before on the pod. True. And uh, we're always looking for things to do when we're there. And that place is just outside of the uh, the Strip. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Please play the song. No. Do you know how to play it on guitar? I mean, you, you never want to say yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> play it, play it. With one hand high You'll show them your progress Okay, that's all. I just wanted to do that. Talk about my background. Suits. Dante has a background with uh, an image from the show Suits, which is a television show I've never watched. Um, Same. Looks very slick. It looks actually, it kind of almost looks like Dante sitting on the couch. His arm is out. You need to be wearing a little bit darker of a gray. And wearing a suit. And wearing a suit, but you know, whatever. How come the guys are wearing uh, suits, but the girls aren't wearing suits? Uh, First of all, they're not girls. Women. They're they're chicks. Well, women. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, that's royalty you're looking at there, Danny. 
it's royalty? That's fucking Meghan Markle. Oh. All the more reason to be wearing a suit. Uh, so yeah, the, the, I didn't know what the first time I heard this song, uh, yeah, I wanted to start singing, uh, my sundown. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a drop D same, uh, well, I'm, I, boy. So this, uh-huh. I can't fucking see it cause of all the suits. <laughs> this is, uh, almost my sundown, but they add a little pinky right Ooh, here. A little pinky, a little pink for the sting. That's, that's the... Yeah, uh, my sundown, the stankiest of Jimmy Eat World songs. <laughs> um, yeah, they they love that. What, what what is that called? It's like a just like a chord, probably like add something. Sure. What is it? I don't know. Yeah. I'm gonna say a nine. Add, I don't know. Add pinky. So yeah. Add pinky. Yes. <laughs> invented off of invented. I did not listen to the whole album. I only listened to the song. Good job, boy. Really, I really risked it not giving you explicit instructions. My first note for this song, Mm -hmm. the crying emoji. Aww. This song gets me in the... Just gets me feeling a certain way. Yeah, it's because he says dick. (laughs) Yeah. It gets me horny, and when I'm horny, I cry. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, this song is, is... Kind of gorgeous. I I love the way he sings. It's so like kind of whispery and breathy. But I was watching like live videos of him doing it, and he's like, again, still putting so much of himself into it. Like just the like way he moves his shoulders when he's singing. Like before every phrase, he's like moving his shoulders up and like putting his his whole body into it. That is a like if you were Dana Carvey. You just sort of unlocked how to partially do a Jim Adkins <laughs> impersonation because he's very much, while playing guitar, a a shoulders yes. centric yes, he performer. Is. He totally is. Yeah, that's very funny. Um, I, I never really like thought about that, but yeah, <laughs> absolutely. He's he's getting up here, and then it's a like a, a head like quick head thing to the yeah. side or something. He's always flipping um, his hair back. Yeah, and hair doesn't fucking move. No, nope, don't know nope. what he's doing. <laughs> it just stays right there. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I should not be embarrassed to play this song on guitar because um, even though it, it, you know, oh, I, I shouldn't mention, I don't know if you're going to be able to see this. Do you see my knuckle right oh, there? Oh, what happened? This is actually, the, it, it's it's a lot, lot better, but I, I burned myself pretty good camping. Ooh. Uh, and so I don't have full, uh, oh. ah, I don't have full uh, bendiness yeah, of yeah, this yeah. Uh, finger. But luckily for this Jimmy World song, just, yep, just lock need it, it in. Straight out like that. Yeah. Um, but this, this is a mostly Mm -hmm. acoustic song, Mostly, but it's that kind of acoustic song where I have to assume it's not by design, but it's also, they go into it in the recording, like not worrying about it. Like I, maybe you'll think of this differently and the the way I'm going to say it is harsh. Um, should I have more preamble before I just get to my fucking point? Yeah, please. Um, so I don't know if it was like maybe like the, you know, like the tightness of the shirt he was wearing and if it was long sleeve, if the collars were buttoned, I could see where that would maybe <laughs> cause some issues. Um, no, but like, look, this is one of those acoustic songs where they kind of like don't play it all that great. Mm-hmm. 
and it's still really good. Yeah. Sure. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. there's there's like you get a lot of like fret buzz. Yep. yep. Um, or like the note is kind of like choked off. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't say this was like a perfectly clean playthrough. And I I doubt that's by design. I doubt they say, hey, on that second bar of the verse, make sure you like kind of fuck up that note. <laughs> so so yeah, anyway, I I don't know like if that's if there's like a word or a name for that, if they just say, hey, we're going to do this in one take and mm-hmm. uh, it's going to be about how I feel, you know, like, oh, sure. the emotion or the energy is really good. So that's what authentic. we're doing. Yeah. But, but I, I kind of like that. It, it does kind of allow or not allow it. it uh, oh, yeah. It, it allows it lends itself to that more like emotional feeling, I feel mm-hmm. like. Yeah. Yeah. It's very good. It reminded me at times of our buddy Andy mm-hmm. Hull of Manchester Orchestra. Mm-hmm. Just the, good friend. Uh, yeah, yeah, good friend. You know, known him for a long time. Hang out, compare beards, you know, things like that. Talk about what it's like growing up with a, a preacher father. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Um, talk about how we have to distance ourselves from our our relationship to Jesse Lacey. Oh yeah, yeah, that comes up a lot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. Uh, apologize to him that I've never really taken the time to get into Kevin Devine. Yeah, yeah. The backing vocals on this song. Let's talk about the backing vocals. So this is uh, Courtney Marie Andrews doing the backup vocals. When I first came to LA I met you the say other than it's good i love it i want more of it when she starts the line singing the line before him i'll leave it there a busted homesteader she starts singing a little bit before him and yeah it's so fucking good it's the right choice to make uh i really want to go see what her solo albums are like like she has quite a few solo albums uh because i love her voice I like this too. <laughs> oh, you're familiar with the five songs or less formula. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I, I don't know what to say. Like, obviously, I, I, I am on board with these songs already. Um, <laughs> uh, this is why we should talk about every, like, 80% of the episode should just be bullshitting. And then every once in a while, we should mention the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, Jimmy World has always had. Like really, a really good knack of pairing Jim with, um, like having like a female singer to like duet with, mm-hmm. essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if duet's the right word. Maybe just harmonize. I don't know. Harmonize, yeah, sure. And and this is like the perfect song for it. It what what's kind of interesting is they could have done a duet because he's talking about like he's kind of singing to somebody, mm-hmm. right? Like he says, like we met, like when I first came to LA, we met the old fashioned way. Yeah, he keeps talking yeah. about the specific person. So I, I'm never quite sure. Is like, is she just like singing alongside him just for the dynamics of 
of the vocals or is she is like she also is she like kind of like who he's singing to but she's mm-hmm. singing the same shit as him so it's, i don't know but it's good yeah you're right it's good yeah i don't know it it definitely could be a duet but i i just i think she's there just for the harms any dick roll up in a what <laughs> any dick could roll up in in what in what in what could they roll up? Um, an outfit. <laughs> a dress. Yes, a dress. <laughs> and a dick could roll up in a dress. But only I would mm. know dick how to roll make up a mess. Suit flavored. <laughs> Mom, we're out of dick roll ups. <laughs> Get the suit flavor. Ma! <laughs> um, Will you roll up another dick? <laughs> Danny's coming over and there's only enough dick roll-ups for me. Um, I you can see this. Man. Who's that dick? So that is uh, Will Arnett from Hot Rod. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, th- that was the first person I thought of when I was like, I want to do something with that line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that line... Uh, kind of made me do a double take first time I heard it. I've never heard him use such language. Yeah. Uh, does he, do they drop the F-bomb in any I song? don't know. You know more of their catalog than I do, but. I feel like maybe, but I can't pull it right now. Yeah. Um. Can By the way, I just thought of something, like not to keep talking about dicks, but can you play that line? Do you have oh. that? Like, I think, I think it was right after what you just played, actually. Yeah. Dick can roll up in a suit But only I would know what really moves you Yeah, yeah. Little Country Jim. Little Country Jim. <laughs> Little Country Jim. Dibs, dibs. Little Country Jim. <laughs> it's going to be his, his countryside for solo project. Yeah, but it also combines elements of rap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's country with a trap beat. <laughs> um, let I I have one 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 thing I want to play, mm-hmm. and it's not where you think we're going yet. Okay, but it's close. It's it's right before that. I it's going to be lost here in the in our podcast mix mm-hmm. but at 444 again i urge everyone to listen 444 listen to the bass it's it's doing some real good work here i don't know what was about to happen no, after well, that i think it was over after but, that right so that's the end of the song. Yeah. But uh, that ba- it's it's busier than the rest of the <laughs> like simple chord progression. Um, I don't know how much of that you could really hear over over. I could Zoom, hear enough of it, yeah. But it and I've listened. I've had enough. Listen listened before. Just just want to give Rich his flowers. Yeah. Shall we get into the cinematic end? The cinematic end. That is no. I don't want to start on the negative. I want to start on a positive. Oh, I, I know what you're going to say yeah. about the negative, though. Yeah, yeah. It's It okay. starts with a pretty build at 419, which is what you were just playing. 
and then just fucking get so goddamn heavy. Yeah, all over the place. No, I, the the fr- like I never tire of this song or this part, but the first time I heard the song, I was fucking blown. Yeah. Away. Yes. Yes. Agreed. Wowie. So good. I fucking I love this the like build into that, just the the kind of like crackling that starts it and then it just explodes into this heavy uh heavy guitar and the harmonies on See It in My Eyes or whatever. Oh, so fucking great. Oh but Dante, why? Why is it so short? Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. It's it's uh the song is almost over. Let's let's rewind before it gets to the next track type of part. Yeah, it's oh god. I don't know like how calculated they are in their songwriting. Mm-hmm. I keep saying they're very deliberate, which is a cousin of calculated. Sure. But like there's there's something playing that like they just basically do four bars of that of that three chord chord progression mm-hmm. and it leaves you it like hits you in a certain way and then it leaves you wanting so much more yeah, yeah. um and i get you know what i'm very often a proponent of fucking yeah run that course back again like do the double course mm-hmm. near the end of the song mm-hmm. or something while while i do want more i think maybe they made the right choice maybe yeah i still love it i still think it's great uh, I'm going to say something very similar on the last song as well. I could always go for just a couple more measures of that heavy shit. Nice little solo, but maybe it would get fucked up at that point too. Maybe they did it just right. Just the way Jimmy Eat World does. They do not err yeah. as we've come to know. Yes. You can, you can not like it, but it doesn't mean they're wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the the lyrics or the song meaning at all? I I did not look into the meaning of the song at all. I know that I love the lyrics. The only one that stood out in my as far as my notes are concerned though is when he says dick. <laughs> sure. Um wh- what do you have to say about some lyrics or song meaning? So here again is revealing my my ignorance and sort of apathy when it comes to song meaning because i don't i don't really know exactly what this song is about Mm -hmm. i do know that at one point i told a girl without naming the song i told her i know what song i'm going to play at our wedding oh what did shoegaze girl shoegaze girlfriend say to that um he uh oh boy uh Hmm. And so I have no idea 
if this song is like about a a love or if it's about uh romance mm-hmm. but uh i mean how many songs have been like misguided gu- guidedly not a word misguidedly <laughs> played at at weddings yeah. right yeah, like totally. i'm sure all like i'm sure fucking uh that police song um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i'll be i'll be watching I'll you i'll be watching you yes i yeah. almost confused it with the the diddy song i'll be missing you <laughs> But uh, I mean, the course, you're, it's hard to read this just straight without like holding on the words. The <laughs> yeah, 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 the song. yeah. You're always in my head. You're just what I wanted. <laughs> I live in constant debt to feel you invented. I don't know really what that means. Like when he says to feel you invented, I don't mm-hmm. really know what that means, but I know how the song makes me feel. Yeah. And like, if you listen to this song enough, thinking about a specific person, you're going to like be like, "This is this is about them. They they get me." Whoa! But oh, and then I mean that bridge, where like a lot of times I just want to fucking listen to loud ass guitars. But there's a cinematic end. I picture it just right. Having trouble with the right words, but you tell me with your eyes. Like fuck. Like I no joke. I don't know if we can see this. But there, there's some goosebumps going on here. Oh, like it's. But it could be. This could be about a fucking like the Holocaust. I don't know. <laughs> like probably not. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I fucking love this song. And boy, there is a uh, very little annotations on. I know on only Genius. one. In fact, there, there's only one, and I already know that. I already know what that's about. Mm. Like that was a thing I know probably because I listen to podcasts and they talk about New York. <laughs> I didn't know that until I just looked at it just now. Yeah, you fucking rube. Yep. Houston Street. Why? That's right. Why? I don't know. Huh. <sighs> well, that's a wrap for me. <laughs> Danny, I just remembered I forgot to tell you about one of the highlights of the trip. Ooh, please do. We made not one, but two stops. <gasps> At Trader Joe's? To Trader Joe's. Oh. We don't have them here, man. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, like Casper totally should. I don't know why it doesn't. Yeah. Trader Trader Joe's would do great there. Hmm. But yeah, there was one in Spokane, Washington that we went to both like on like entering and exiting Washington. Oh, cool. Got some uh, everything but the bagel nut duo nice. snack. Nice. Very good. And here's how good of a boyfriend I am. How good? So the first time... We went there. She got a, it's called vegan chickenless seasoning. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've seen that. Huge hit. We, yeah. we had it camping uh, and it was, it was great. Cool. On the way back, we stopped at Trader Joe's and she's like, I'm going to fucking like stock up on some of Hell the seasoning. Yeah. It's so good. In the like, what well, it would have been May, uh, we, we first went there on a Friday we went there next on a the following Wednesday. Okay. So however many days later, mm-hmm. I don't have a calculator mm-hmm. with me. <laughs> yeah. In that span of time, Friday the vegan plus ch- Wednesday equals. <laughs> she was told because she couldn't find it. Uh-huh. Well, like at first I couldn't find it. And I was like, but I'm probably dumb, so you should look for sure. it. Sure. And then she asked somebody, and apparently they discontinued it what? within the span of like those four or five days. Yeah. The fuck? So 
good boyfriend alert, mm-hmm. ladies. <laughs> a good boyfriend uh, bragging about how good of a boyfriend he is to impress other women. <laughs> um, I she doesn't know this yet, um, but I, I found some online and bought like five bottles of it Aww. that I could find. So yeah, just little so, glass uh, bottles full of sawdust. <laughs> so yeah. So anyway. If she if she ever wants chickenless seasoning, she could just fucking come over to my place and get it. Yep, yep. <laughs> You're not even no, having I'm, it shipped to her. No, well, that was the joke. Um, I'm actually not having it shipped to her. I'm having it shipped to me, but I'm gonna just give it to her. Oh, okay. Yeah. What a guy. Maybe I'll... I have no need for seasoning. I don't really season stuff. I'll, maybe a little salt, a little pepper. I just I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to go and the see fact if that I'm... they have that here. Yeah, man. Load up because it, it could be flying off the shelf. I, you can't discontinue something just for one store. That's not what discontinuing <laughs> means, right? But maybe no one in Sacramento likes it, so they have a whole bunch. Well, I, I it sounds like they pulled it off the shelves. Sons of bitches, which is very weird. Like, what is it poison? Like, yeah. why? Uh, I don't know. Man, did you uh, did she sock up on anything else? I don't think so. Hmm. We. We were going camping that the next two nights, and so we were getting some stuff for camping. I mean, so no, it was just like you know some tofu, some veggies, so some seasoning. Ooh, they have these uh su- like sunflower seed oil or something, or sunflower seed butter mm-hmm. chocolate cups. Oh, in this like little yellow pouch. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, those things are fucking good. You can. I, it didn't trigger until uh, she actually told me what it was because I didn't. I'm not going to read the <laughs> packaging. <laughs> We've already gone over this in the in this episode. Yeah, uh, my favorite book: uh, the Trader Joe's package <laughs> to sunflower peanut butter cups. Sunflower peanut butter. Yeah, that's how smart I am. Sunflower peanut butter. Fucking grandpa over here. Oh my god. But like, once she told me that that's what it was it was comes from sunflower seeds, mm-hmm. I was like. Oh yeah, mm. and then it's fun. You can kind of taste yeah. it, and it's like it it has a little extra or a little special flavor to it. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't think there's anything else we like stocked up on and brought home. Okay, are you are you sure and certain? Yeah, I'm highly confident that I know what we <laughs> bought and, and and did not buy at the Trader Joe's. I, and I don't honestly at this point, I don't know that I really appreciate you questioning okay. it. Like I I was there, it was my trip. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So maybe we should just get on to the next song. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, so this song is called um, um, "Searing Curtains." <laughs> don't know what this one's about. Nope. Nope. What is your background of now? My my background, you ask? Yes, please. It it it's someone who uh I I I assume or uh, I could just say that this picture represents someone who uh will wander till they're old mm. and wonder till they're cold. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. 
Yeah. This was a lot of Google searching to try to <laughs> figure something that, uh, that, that fit this one. Good job. You did it. Yay. Yay. Okay. Here, embarrassing admission. Okay. I have one note for this song. Man, we really switched places this time around, huh? I love it. I fucking love it. You've had it so easy, except for all the work you do. <laughs> this is like their We Still Got It track. Sure. And certain. <laughs> it's. Just, I feel like it's just them saying, like, we can still fucking do this, you fucking, you freaks. Yeah. It's 2016. We can still do this, you pieces of shit. Sure and certain off 2016's Integrity Blues. Integrity Blues. I've got the Integrity Blues. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah. Whoa. You going to play this one now, too? He's a rocker. Rock on, young savior. I'm 33. Uh. No, I'm just going to fucking sit here and eat my uh, my bagel nuts and listen to you. Okay, okay. So the beginning of this song, we've kind of talked about this a little bit already, but so many other bands, so many lesser bands would have a part like that and come in with the vocals and it would sound like shit. But Jim has the perfect way of singing these songs. It's not overdone. It's not like got all that mustard and stank on it that other bands might do. The only band I... That was my... What? That was my favorite PlayStation platformer, Mustard and Stank. Yep. Real good side-scroller. <laughs> Took a second. I got there. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. The only band I mentioned in my notes here is The Killers, but... Uh, oh, interesting. I, I just feel like if The Killers did something like this, it would just have too much of that mustard and stank on it. It is... That intro is kind of a little... Like, it. it's not generic, but it's a little kind of by the numbers. It's, by the, it's a little basic. Yeah. Um, the only thing I will give it is I feel like the... The the intro guitar tone definitely leans into something that would have been done on like an early emo album. But once the drums start happening, it kind of moves away from that. It is a little basic. It's a little generic-ish. But they don't, just like with everything else, they know exactly how much to do and how much not to do. They, they're right in that pocket of being correct. I know you didn't listen to any of the other invented songs, but some of the, you know, the non-acoustic songs, the, I don't want to say the faster paced songs. The rockers. The screaming rockers. They're kind of along, like, almost like, except maybe Big Casino. And I mean, there's certainly other, other Jimmy World songs that are fast paced, Mm -hmm. but they do a lot of like mid tempo rock songs. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, and, And this is kind of the... This would really belong on Invented, I feel like. Mm-hmm. It has a lot of songs kind of of this ilk. And it's one that the more I listen to it, it like like it's it has a baseline catchiness mm-hmm. right from the start. Mm-hmm. And it grew on me a lot the more I listened to it. Because this, I mean, because, you know, to be honest, their later stuff, Damages was an album I had a hard time getting into. Mm-hmm. 
this album, Surviving. Is that the most recent one? Uh, yes. With the fucking absolutely bonkers music video. Yeah. <laughs> My lord. I don't even um, think I ever watched it. I saw the the high res default, and I was like, mm, I don't I don't know if I can hang with that. And apparently, there's like a whole graphic novel about this now. Like it's a whole story about about like uh, that character, about them like making the decision to do that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, they've got a graphic novel coming out. They are they are coding Cambria. They are. Okay, hold on. I'm trying to think of a way to like combine combine their names. I mean, their names actually, if you kind of think about it, are somewhat similar. Mm-hmm. The the first first word is is a proper noun. It's a name yep. of a person. Coheed. Jimmy. Th- second word is three letters. Mm-hmm. Eat and. Third word exists. Mm-hmm. World. Cambria. And Cambria. So um, those are both words. Mm-hmm. And Cambria, there is a place called Cambria, mm-hmm. like a real world place. And so that's a world to somebody. Coheed, eat, world, Bria. We did it, <laughs> and we'll and we'll cut this from the episode. <laughs> okay, the chorus was stuck in my head since the first time I've listened to this song, and it's still stuck in my head. And I love that. It's a good chorus. It's an earworm. It's an ear vole. Don't voles like? Now, what am I thinking of? That like digs into your skin. Are you thinking of the things from Slither that turned <laughs> Michael Rooker into like a big fat monster? Yeah, yeah. This chorus will turn you into a big fat monster, but it's worth it. Oh, this chorus turns me into a Nathan Fillion. Ooh, I like Nathan Fillion. Everybody likes Nathan Fillion. Yeah, he's like a pretty handsome Canadian nice guy mm-hmm. who would who doesn't want that? Yeah, around. exactly. He's tall. Mm-hmm. He's a tallman. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he's like six four or something. Who's who's better, Nathan Fillion? Nathan Fillion or Timothy Oliphant? Oh, you dick! <laughs> that hmm, that's not fair. Because as much as I like Nathan Fillion, I've never watched Castle. Yeah, me neither. Firefly's great. Mm-hmm. I think Slither's cool, but mm-hmm. he just hasn't been in a ton of stuff. Did you watch that, um? The one with uh, fucking Neil Patrick Harris. Oh, no, that's Timothy Oliphant. Never mind. <laughs> My Lord. Santa Clarita Diet. No. Oh, you should watch it. It's great. It's on Netflix. It seems, yeah, I don't know. a lot of blood. Yeah, it's a lot of blood. I don't like the, like, that was, I was a trouble. That was, that was a trouble. <laughs> um, I, uh, I really liked the show Dexter, but. I had trouble with all the blood sometimes. Mm, mm, okay. Speaking of reboots. Oh, yeah. Huh? Sopranos is getting one, too. They're getting a prequel. Are you talking about the movie? Uh, I, Yeah, I think it is a movie, not just a show. I think it's a movie. The Saints of Newark? Yeah, yeah, Many yeah. Saints of Newark? Yeah. Yeah, that trailer just came out like a couple days ago. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, whatever. I never saw Sopranos, so... Mm, mm. I haven't watched all of it. Amanda watched all of Sopranos when she was on uh, maternity leave. And she liked it. I don't think I'll ever see it. I think I'd, yeah. Eh, eh. Yeah. I'd probably, re- I'd rather rewatch a, one of the Timmy all <laughs> Timmy Eat World. Yeah. Timmy Eat Deadwood. Um, <laughs> anywho. <laughs> sure yeah, and this, certain. Uh, 
It's an earworm. It's an earworm. It's a really fucking great chorus. You know who really shines on this song? Who's that? Whatever the drummer's name is. Zach. Zach, behind the kit. Two parts I want to point out. One is at one minute. Just a little simple thing, but I like that it's different than the drums on the intro because I feel like other bands would just do the drums from the intro again, but he does something a little bit different. Uh, And on the bridge, this guy goes apeshit. That that is really cool. I don't know. I would say ape. Shit, I know. I know. <laughs> but, um, what? It, it's very very good. I really like that whole bridge. It yes. almost seems like that bridge is from a different song. Yeah, yeah. It's the. It completely takes a, a left turn or right turn or whatever way you want to turn, and yeah, it sounds like a different song for a little bit, and then it does that like heavy ish halftime part which I, I could go for a full minute of that just like. Whoa, wait. So do you want halftime or double time? <laughs> full time. Get benefits. Yep, yep. So I had a moment listening to that bridge of that song, and I went, oh, this really sounds like this band. And I've spent the inter... What am I thinking of? Inter... Not intervening. The days since then. Mm-hmm. What is that? What am I? Th- what word is that? Mm-hmm. I don't know. In- Interve. Not intervening. In intrave- intravenously. <laughs> In intergalactic planetary. Yes. Um, days. Trying to remember who I thought that part sounded like. Um, but like when that, like at the very end, the guitar is like very, like, it's kind of like spacey. They're hitting those high notes and they've added some effects to it. It's a little like artsy shoegazy there for a minute. I'm going to say, Oh, say it. And you will know us by the trail of dead. I think the drums. Yes. Specifically that one part in whichever song it was that I have probably should go back and listen to someday uh, that you gave me on the playlist where it, it's got those like operatic vocals and the drums are going crazy and stuff. And then it jumps back into the, the chorus a little bit awkwardly. Oh, um, Catterwall. Yeah, I think so. Catter, Catterwall. Is that the, that's on. Yeah, I think so. At, and like at the end, it's like that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to just listen to Trail of Dead? Okay. 
But yeah, gr- great bridge. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just gets back into that. I have to, I have to bob my yep. head to this tempo for the remainder of the song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good song. Not a ton happens except for on the bridge, but that chorus is instantly stuck in your head. And this song could have easily been fucked up by a shitty band. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. We good? We're good. We probably spent too much time on that song. No, we didn't talk about it that much. <laughs> I uh, Yeah, you're saying the same thing I am. Um <laughs> I'm going to see how this uh, standing up and potting goes. Fuck, that sounds so nice. Does it? Yeah. Got to uh-huh. get you one of these uh, sit-stand thingies. Uh, legs? <laughs> oh, my desk thing. Hold on, i got to move my... i got a cushy little thing to stand on, too. Okay. It's a little cushy, wow. cushy thing. So Fuck. I'm jealous. It's pretty nice. I stand most of the time, but every once in a while I sit down. I have to sit when I'm editing the pod. I can't stand to do that. Sure. Okay. All right. 23. The closer for futures. The closer for futures. 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 Also the closer of this playlist. Futures. I think this is my favorite song on the playlist. Wow. It took me a while to make that decision, but when I was taking notes last night... I was sitting there taking notes, reading the lyrics for the first time and just not being able to take notes because I was just kind of like sitting there in awe of how great this song fucking is. Like I had to go back and re-listen to the song to to, to get like timestamps and stuff because I kept like, oh, I really like this part and just like sitting in it or sitting with the song, you know, it's fucking gorgeous, man. It really, they know how to close albums. They do. Um, and I I would say you're in very good company. I think this is high up on a lot of people's lists, mm-hmm. certainly mine. I mean, this might be one um, of my favorite Jimmy Eat World songs, period. Like, not even just yeah. on this playlist. Like, this song is sure. fucking amazing. Yeah, So sorry. When I said you're in good company and that it's a lot of people's, like, it's high on a lot of people's lists, um, I was talking about the Jimmy Eat World discography and not specifically... <laughs> this playlist uh-huh. uh, i don't know how many others have have seen this playlist yeah, yeah. um so yeah probably a few yeah well i don't know if you saw it, it got it got blogged about on alternative press yeah, yeah. um back in february i think mm-hmm, which was weird mm-hmm. all right so cool so uh how many stars or what do we do seconds of summer <laughs> we're not done yet ah 
this was another one I listened to Jimmy Pod about. They played a demo version of it and the intro was longer and it was better. Therefore, better. Really? The 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 entire demo is better? The intro being longer was was better. Once the song actually came in uh, with, you know, the drums and everything, vocals, it was kind of the same, but the intro was longer. Okay, here's something we can talk about. Okay, well, mark that timestamp. What is that timestamp right there that you stopped 123. at? 123. Okay. Oh. oh. One, two, three. Oh. <laughs> oh. So the first time I heard that lead. Yeah. Didn't like it at first. With the uh-huh. full context of the song and when he plays it again later. Yeah. I'm down. I think it's better the second time. I feel like this first time, if I were, if I had been producing this album, <laughs> yes, sir. and had any sort of say, I would have had him just play like single notes, like like okay. that instead of the like doubling it or whatever. But after hearing the whole song and having that full context, I feel like it works and it it is the right thing to do um obviously obviously this is jimmy world we're talking about i kind of like that that at least in all the live videos i was watching jim is kind of the lead guitarist and tom mostly does rhythm just for this song you mean well for this song but like a lot of the songs i was watching tom was mainly playing the rhythm why do you like that (laughs) oh you want me to expand on that well, <laughs> I don't, I just, you don't see a lot of singer guitarists being the lead guitarist, right? It's usually the, the other guy because the other person in the band has less to worry about because they're not singing. Um, True. Yeah. Yeah. He'll even sing while playing a lead, which is semi hard thing to do, at least for me. Um, Very hard. Yeah. 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 Um, Again, another similarity. <sighs> I did this fucking last episode. <laughs> Similarity. <laughs> Simi eat Larity. Yeah, yeah. Clarity. Whoa. Whoa. We are all living in a simulation. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> um another way they're the same as Coheed and Cambria uh-huh. is uh lead singer is also often yes. playing some really fucking okay well one of them's playing harder leads than the other but yeah 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 either way it's a hard skill jim's a great guitar player and and as is tom again i love his voice throughout this song i'm just repeating myself over and over but he just puts so much of himself into the things that he sings and at 222 the time is to Someday, if I ever give you Juliana theory, you'll 
sing okay. that in your head. I was like, what is it? It's like an Aaron Neville song? What is that? The way he's so good. he sings that fucking line. I mean, this is kind of how I was. I mean, I've been like this this whole episode. But last night, like trying to take notes on this, I was just like, "Oh, it's so good." I don't know what to say about it. I just hey, being an interesting and entertaining product has always been at the very highest, second on our list. Yes. Very often, much much lower. Mm-hmm. Number one. Hey man, you're expanding uh, your musical library a little bit, and that's cool. It's true. That's cool. Okay, I'm gonna skip to the end of this song here, if that's okay with you. Uh, what what's what's the timestamp for your end? Basically, everything after four fifty eight. Oh, okay. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, there's still a lot of song left. I know. I know. <laughs> okay. There, there was one thing at 527 and then one thing at six minutes that I wanted to... Okay, this will probably cover sure we, what I want to talk about anyway, so... Well, I, I I mean, if you want to play your thing from... I don't want to play know, the, the whole beginning. Two minute, last two minutes of the song. <laughs> okay. Okay. So at 527, there is... Uh, we mentioned it... Uh, we've been mentioning it more on the pod. Mm-hmm. There's a guitar lick. <laughs> Yep, okay, good. Yeah, ma- make sure you uh, edit in our sound effect for that. Ooh, oh. I, I like that. Yeah. It's just a simple little guitar lick. Um, and then at, at six minutes, there is this just like two-note guitar line mm-hmm. in the back that I don't know if I had ever really explicitly noticed and thought about before. I, I'm, I'm sure I've, I listen to the song a billion times, sure. but like, again, when you take notes, you're like kind of looking for specifics. And this, this kind of stuck out to me like, oh shit, like I can isolate this and uh, this is cool. Yeah. Does that coming across? Yeah, you know the, the part I'm talking about. Yeah, and you know what? He even throws in a a, a third yeah, note there at, at one one part just for funsies. And on on Jimmy World's more expansive songs like like this, they do a really good job of kind of like filling that space and making it really mm-hmm, interesting. Mm-hmm. And and it this isn't necessarily like the crescendo, but like everything's kind of come together yeah. and. We we've done it with this. We've uh, this song has won the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I just yeah, I I just wanted to point that out. I really like that. Yeah, um, that's but anyway. Kind of uh, my last note on the song is is that part, the lyrics at the end there that get repeated. I believe three times the whole stanza of, "You'll sit alone forever if you wait for the right time." What are you hoping for? Yeah, uh, that whole stanza there gets repeated a couple times, and 
that last time it's just kind of the back the backing vocals singing it and it's just everything is like coming to a peak and i just wish it was a little bit longer where they did like one or two measures where it was just instrumental and some noodley guitars over it or whatever but Jimmy World, if you're listening, you got to get Danny in the studio. I know, I know. You got to get me in the he's, studio. He's an ideas next, man. Next, next episode, the next album. No, the next, their next album is going to be called Episode X. Oh, why? Because it's going to be their tenth album. Oh, I don't know if that's true. Let's see if we can count them. <laughs> uh, is are we counting the one before Static Prevails? Is that I believe it's counted. Yeah. So Jimmy. Okay. World. So. Jimmy World, Static Prevails, Clarity, Bleed American, Futures, Chase This Light, Invented, uh, Damages, Mm -hmm. Integrity Blues, Mm -hmm. Surviving? Yeah. I feel like I'm missing one. That's two handfuls. (laughs) Jimmy World. (laughs) Two Uh, handfuls of Jim Atkins. uh, That's a lot of music. Yeah. Okay, so that that beginning guitar line, mm-hmm. the one that you said you like better at the end, yeah. like or the second, the second time, time it comes around, I really like that simple guitar hook. Mm-hmm. Um, it's why it's the only part of the song I ever bothered to learn how to play. Ooh. Here's a I want. That's why I asked you about that timestamp at one twenty three. Okay. You said if you will like go back to maybe like one minute or something. Okay, I want to like. Because, like, trying to play this part on guitar, I feel like there's one part where the timing of it does not make sense to me. Hmm. Like, they go from one note to the next much sooner than you feel they should. Hmm. Um, it's it, it's at the end of at the end of the so they do the two like, and then it goes. You know that mm-hmm, part, mm-hmm. but it goes back to that other note too fast. Like it, it like I'm sure. It, obviously, it's correct. Everybody knows Jimmy World did it yes. right. But like in in my head, it should be. Like that, hmm. and they go. Like it jumps really quick back. Yeah, to yeah, it. yeah. And so I don't just. I want someone to tell me like I'm crazy or hmm. what the fuck. Just, so if we could listen to that part again, and I, w- I want you to like see if you yeah. like pick up Is on that part that doesn't for me, man. I hope not. No, I still like. I still love the song. It all sounded fine? So, yeah, sounds fine. I don't think you heard it. What do you mean I didn't hear it? I heard it. it sounded correct no, but and right. You're not actually listening. <laughs> I'm sure and certain about it. Uh, uh, what are the other songs I gave you? Ah, <laughs> uh, Big Casino. <laughs> I'm feeling real Big Casino about this. All right. Well, uh, 
as is as some would say about Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. Danny says twenty three is the goat. Yes, it's the greatest of all the playlist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, great, great track. I, I hope this makes you check out futures. It will. You like the beginning and end. I hope you like the middle, <laughs> not the middle, the middle, but you know, like the 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 intervening songs, as I want yeah, to say. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck are you? Oh, it's invented. It's invented song. The invented songs. Yeah. Well, they did invent these songs. Inter... Intertwine. Intervention? Interstellar. Yes. Wait, isn't that what I said earlier when I was doing the Beastie Boys thing? You did. No, that's intergalactic. Inter- no, inter- intergalactic. Interstellar planetary. <laughs> intergalactic. Interstellar long-ass movie. <laughs> Those aren't mountains. I never saw that right. movie. That's yeah, pretty good. Yeah, uh, the the girl who I told I know what song mm-hmm. I'm gonna play at our wedding mm-hmm. saw Interstellar with her in theaters. Oh, okay. So, fuck Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> That's why the re- relationship ended because you both wanted to fuck Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> and we, yeah, we can't share. No. That was the problem. No. <laughs> All right, close us okay. out, baby. I have a question for you. Put your fucking guitar down, Dante. Metal! (laughs) Rock! Just ask your question. Is Jimmy World the perfect band? At least in this genre of music. They're kind of the platonic ideal, right? Yeah, yeah. But if they were perfect, would you have only listened to two of their 10 albums? I didn't say I was perfect. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. I am filled with flaws. But Jimmy World just seems like, okay. I wrote out like two whole fucking paragraphs. After all of these years, they're still making powerful and heartfelt music that feels very genuine and authentic. Jimuine. Jimuine. And authentic for, you know, as many bands that are still around that started in the early 90s, your Blink-182s, your Weezers, so many bands get so shitty and bad at what they do. Like Blink, for example, you know, they had like the dueling egos of Mark and Tom and they're barely the same band they were in 1994 or whatever. Jimmy Eat World is essentially the same band, at least since Static Prevails, and they continue to, unbeknownst to me at least, make really, really good music. And maybe they're just better people than Blink-182 or Weezer or other bands. Maybe they're just better friends. Maybe they're actually friends with each other and that's why they can, they're able to continue to make good music together. They're just extremely proficient at writing perfectly composed pop songs and rock anthems and introspective jams and all of that stuff in between. I feel like they should be bigger than they are, or they maybe could be, and maybe that says more about the collective stupidity of the general public, where you've got Blink-182 playing stadium 
tours and stuff like that and Weezer playing stadiums. But Jimmy Eat World, I feel like, never reached that level on their own. But I feel like they should have. Maybe they didn't want to. I First of all, that was lovely. Thanks. I may not because I was 13, 14 when Bleed American came out. Mm-hmm. In my mind, and I guess I probably carried that with me for a very long time, they did reach like you know, nearly the pinnacle of what you could as, as a, a, a band, at least at that time or of that genre. Like yeah, for, for a couple of years there, yeah. Jimmy Eat World was enormous. Yeah. Maybe it's not sustainable when you don't, don't say chase the slight, uh, <laughs> when you don't chase, you know, just cranking out exactly what radio wants at mm-hmm. the time. But they always made catchy stuff. It's not like they were ever radio unfriendly. Yeah, yeah. But maybe they had just enough of that Lil' Jim Country authentic nature to them that... That's Lil' Country Jim, by the way. Is that what I said initially? I think so, but... Lil' Country, Lil' Jim Country? I like Jim Jim Country a little better, to be honest. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, I... I don't know if they didn't want to be bigger. I think there was probably a time where they did because they mm. have talked about, um, you know, trying to like recapture some of that bleed American, yeah. you know, big success. Yeah. But I do think they got to a place where they were like, we are so like grateful that we get to do this and mm. we are, st- I mean, Relatively, they're still enormously successful. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, they, they, like we just said, they've put out 10 albums. Yeah. And they're certainly, I mean, does anyone in the music industry have anything bad to say? I mean, you said maybe they're just like better people, and I think they are. They seem like nice guys, and it seems like they're respected in the their genre, at least. What What is going on outside there? Neighbor just walked out to their... BMW that sits out front of their house all the time and I just realized oh that's the car that sounds like that okay that's a a good engine sound man thanks thanks I've been practicing Um, so it sounds cool yeah I don't know I don't know what it is that prevented them from becoming a household name part of me is glad that that it didn't happen and, you know, maybe they are too, or maybe they're telling me to fuck off. But I don't know that they would have made or still be making music that seems to be pretty damn good compared to, you know, Green Day, who's making shitty music now. Blink-182, who's making shitty music to a certain degree. Weezer, the same story. And like so many other bands that started in the early 90s as underground bands. You know um, what? I, I kind of want to give them a little more credit and say that I kind of have pretty decent faith that they they would stay true to themselves. You think which so? Is I, which is I know is a really corny thing to say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, I mean, Bleed American, like Futures was not trying to be a carbon copy of Bleed American. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So if there was ever a time to capitalize on commercial mm-hmm. pop punk success... That was the time. 
and they didn't do it. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I think they're, they're a band that was for the most part going to be who they were. And, um, that happened to be a really catchy, somewhat poppy band. So they did get, you know, their, their time in the sun or whatever you want to say, but yeah, yeah, it doesn't really seem like seem like they're chasing clout or likes or anything like that. Now that they're in their just 40s. light, yeah, just light, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to absolutely listen to their other albums now, and possibly even purchase some of them, depending on how much I like them. So, my uh, Amanda says thanks for making me spend money to you. Cool, good, good. You're welcome, Amanda. <laughs> Gosh. Why am I getting blamed for shit? <laughs> but hey, uh, now's a good time to tell you, uh, we are nearing the four-hour mark. Jesus fucking Christ. All right. Hey, we need to give each other some bands. Oh, you want to tell me this now, do you? I do want to tell you this now. Okay, when are we going to... All right, all right. Are you ready to get... Are we? Was Svalbard the last regular episode? Svalbard is the this? last regular episode, so uh, you I have to give you a band. Are next? Okay, I had some stuff ready. That's what I heard. Let's see. Was that true? Ooh, ooh. I, sir. Mm-hmm. When we get into uh, boring ass August, as Ugh. we're going to call it. Quite possibly the worst month. Yeah, yeah. Where I... Okay, I'm going to give you all the way from merry old Scotland? Ooh. Where, where, uh, well, hold on, hold on. I don't know if that's true. Oh, Scotland, eh? <laughs> Jesus. Nope, just England. Oh, Okay. Which might have been what you were doing anyway. Maybe, maybe. Also, they don't say A. <laughs> Do they? I don't know. I have no idea. I'm going to give you an artist who uh, I'm not even going to try to categorize as far as like genre goes because okay. I'm just kind of curious what you think it is. Okay, okay. I will be introducing you to Yezu. Oh, that's how you say that. <laughs> that's what I learned. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sweet. That is a band I've attempted to listen to on many occasions. But Wait, you have? I thought I asked you and you said you didn't listen to them. I listened to like a bit of a song and I was like, I don't fucking get why people like this and then shut it off. Do I need to give you someone else? No. That's not how this podcast works. We don't get to enjoy this. No. Okay. Well, now it's your turn, Danny. Okay. So, next band I'm giving Dante, a band that I have loved for a very, very long time, just recently announced that they are doing two reunion shows in their hometown of Seattle that I'm very bummed that I won't be able to attend but you know, whatever. Maybe they'll come down here. I also did see them like four times. These arms are snakes. Okay. <laughs> We're both doing snake arms. 
whatever listener, whatever you think snake arms are, you're correct, and that's what we're doing. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Cool. Yeah. Snake arms. <laughs> oh my god! Why are we still recording? Uh, I'm so hungry. You've seen me eat everything I've eaten today. <laughs> And it is almost 4 p.m. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. I I hope you enjoyed Jimmy Eat July. Dante is asleep. I'm very close. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, our first themed month. Yeah, our first themed month. You can tell we took a break in between some of these episodes because of how weird this one was but i hope you enjoyed nonetheless thanks everybody bye bye I want to listen to you play Trail of Dead. It's going to be this for the remainder of the episode. <laughs> I don't even I, know the words. It's just... Yeah.